some battle rappers, coach. Bring them to the midnight madness. <laughs> oh, no. Heck no. I can't bring no battle rappers I know to that midnight madness. They're going to they get cooked. Oh, we we talking about like like professionals. Like that that midnight madness is for professionals only. Don't be don't be uh don't be thinking you nice and then you schmidt at. Brandon said I'm at work, I'll be the first to say I owe an apology for my initial thought for my initial thought. AB was just having another one of his episodes. We don't know everything yet, but I was definitely wrong for assuming anything because I didn't know the situation. <laughs> Salute to you, BJ. Salute to you, bro, bro. All right, man. So I wanted to get his I wanted to get his dang on um his letter pulled up in the screen. Oh, you know what? I know what I could do. I know what I could do. Hold on. Let me use Twitter right quick. Hold on. I wanted to show you guys, I want to read along with you guys what was written. And I know I could just pull it up on Twitter. That's what I can do. There we go. Here you go, right here. All right. Now I share like that. Hold on, Stefan. I get you in, bro. And and you gotta make sure your you your camera right and stuff too, bro. Don't be having no background, no, no background noise and stuff you know what i'm saying we got 2022 we're gonna take it to a new level you dig all right here we go can y'all can y'all see that yeah y'all can see that y'all can see that good man Ed was said was good. It's fifty fifty, but I actually believe A B. I see the change in his actions from his last few situations. First of all, he now has a publicist. Someone got in his head before or during Tampa. He threw a temper tantrum during the game. That's the error. How he is finding normalcy with expressing himself. All right, so here we go. This is what A B or his publicist or anybody in this camp released. This is the first. Part there's two parts. It said, first of all, I like to express my gratitude to Bucks fans and my teammates. The Bucks helped me return to productive football after I had difficulties that could have ended my career. Hold on, let me put this. Let me put this big screen so y'all could get the full screen. There you go. Um, I make mistakes. I'm working on myself. And I have positive influence around me, but one thing I do, I don't do is shy away from playing hard on the field. No one can accuse me of not giving it my all every play. Because of my commitment to the game, I relented to pressure directly from my coach to play injured. Despite the pain, I suited up. The staff injected me with what I now know was a powerful 
and sometimes dangerous painkiller that the NFLPA has warned against using. And I gave it my all for the team. I played until it was clear that I could not use my ankle to safely perform my playing responsibilities. On top of that, the pain was extreme. I took a seat on the sideline and my coach came up to me very upset and shouted, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I told him it's my ankle, but he knew that it was well documented and we discussed it. He then ordered me to get on the field. I said, coach, no, get on the field. I said, coach, I can't. He didn't call for the medical attention. Instead, he shouted at me, you're done. While he ran his finger across his throat. Coach was telling me that if I didn't play hurt, then I was done with the Bucks. I didn't quit. I was cut. I didn't walk away from my brothers. I was thrown out. Being fired on the sideline for having a painful injury was bad enough. Then came their spin. Coach denied on national television that he knew about my ankle. That's 100% inaccurate. Not only did he know I missed several games with the injury. He and I exchanged texts before the game where he clearly acknowledged my injury. He obviously knew I was on the injured list and the GM acknowledged after the game in text messages to my camp that I did tell coach about my ankle pain on Sunday. And then he goes on to say, I know we were losing to the Jets, and that was frustrating for all of us. But I could not make football plays on that ankle. Yes, I walked off the field. But there is a major difference between launching from the line and taking hits compared to jogging off the field with a rush of emotions going through your mind. I am reflecting on my reaction. But that, but there was a trigger. The trigger was someone telling me that I'm not allowed to feel pain. I acknowledge my past, but my past does not make me a second-class citizen. My past does not forfeit my right to be heard when I was in pain. First, they cut me. Now, they caged me. Instead of asking how I felt or getting to the bottom of it, the team texts my camp promoting a totally false narrative that I randomly acted out without explanation. They even told us in writing, don't spend this in any other way. I have stress. I have things I need to work on. But the worst part of this has been the Bucks' repeated effort to portray this as a random outburst. They are telling people that I first walked off, then I was cut. No, no, no. I was cut first, then I went home. They threw me out like an animal, and I refused to wear their brand on my body, so I took off my so I took my jersey off. As part of their ongoing cover-up, They are acting like I wasn't cut and now demanding that I see a doctor of their choice and examine my ankle. And I don't want to keep reading through everything, but to summarize, surmise the rest, he had an urgent MRI on his ankle that they did not know about. It it, um, showed that it had bone fragments stuck in his ankle, the ligament torn from the bone and cartilage loss. And um, he went to New York. There's a couple surgeons that saw it. And um,
All right, we back. I didn't realize my my screen had had uh, dropped off, but um. So that's that's what it is, man. Let me let me let me cut that off. Get my guy in here. You can unmute yourself, bro. Yeah, what's going on? What's good with you? No, man, just just chilling, just chilling. Just I read that nonsense last night. And I just call it nonsense because if his ankle's that bad, why did, why is he even suited up for the game? Why? So you call it nonsense because, in your opinion, he shouldn't have played at all. Yeah, why would why would you even suit up if it's if it's that bad? We you seen Varsity Blues before? Yeah, but you know, it's look. I get to do credit for his talent. No, nah, I'm just else. asking. Have you seen? Have but, you seen the movie? Yeah, I mean, of course I have. So, do you, you think there's any 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 validity to what you saw in Varsity Blues? I mean, there's definitely some of that. Have you ever yeah. witnessed somebody play hurt in football? Yeah, play hurt, but you're talking about, you know, he making it seem like he was incapable of doing anything. I don't think he said he was incapable of doing anything. He acknowledged that he took a took a steroid shot or a pain killer that would block out the pain, like block out the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but go ahead, go ahead. I cut you off. Go ahead. No, you good. But it's just, it's just one of them things, man. It's just um, like, like we talked about earlier in the week. He he's gonna be deemed a bad guy just because of his pre- previous behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know. So he's going around the team to schedule appointments to get his own MRIs, mm-hmm. you know, which I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I take anything he says with a grain of salt just because of. That's what, there, there it is. You know, and, I, and I, I'll be first to admit it, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of him and his antics. Like I said, he's a great player, but. But but you admit that that person, so you, you got a personal I don't want to say. Well, you got an implicit bias against it to where you're not going to listen to him, regardless. Well, you know, he, he's like he's like he's like that 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 friend of yours that, that's constantly borrowing money or constantly having something pop up, and you help them out, and then they disappear. Mm-hmm. And but, until they need something again. But the, so you kinda, the thing, you, I think the thing that bothers me is. We all then seen people play hurt. Yeah. So why is this like? Why is it called BS when we we know guys would say, you know what, I'm a good out there and battle with my brothers. And then if they can't take it no more, them. I guess I'm not. I'm not. I guess I'm not necessarily questioning the full injury, mm-hmm. what have you. But then, then why why you gotta make yourself the show like that? So that's really the part that bothers me the most. Okay, if that I makes get, sense, I, you know I, what I'm so saying. I get so how he handled the situation is something that from the outside looking in, we'll say I wouldn't handle it like that. Right, we agree with that. I wouldn't handle it like that. So the fact that he handled it like that makes us ignore what he's talking about, though. 
that probably has a lot of validity. Yeah, it might. But, you know, I, I do disregard some of the other stuff he's saying because of the way he acted in the end. What you mean? Explain, like, what what, you know, what would you just disregard? Well, like, I can't be like, okay, well, yeah, they cut him on the sideline. So then he stripped his clothes off. You know, he stripped his uniform off. That's because a shirt you, and glove. Yeah, okay. No, yeah. I, I can respect that. I can respect that. Like, I've seen guys get cut during the game. So when he when he said that, that resonated with me. I could see somebody that never witnessed it could say, nah, that, that, that'll never happen. And that's the beautiful thing about this world. We pull from our past experience. So th- there is going to be that divide because people won't believe that coaches will cut somebody during the game on that type of level. Oh, no, I do believe that. I mean, you know, I mean, we, we, we've heard about ourselves cutting people at halftime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. so, yeah, you know, I believe that part of it. But it's, it's just one of the things, like, so they stuck it out with him through all the other nonsense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then now all of a sudden, because he's hurt, they're going to cut him. And he won't go in the game. Um, so I think it's this. So you mentioned Bill Parcells. We could look at the Bobby Knights. We could look at any coach that is deemed to have a temper, right? Mm-hmm. And they would do things out of characteristic. And I don't think Coach Bruce Arians is any different. I feel like he can have a, a human episode in which he can throat slash and tell A.B., you get in or else. Because coaches, and for the people listening, Coaches are aware of who they're talking to and the optics. So a coach, when they know they're talking to a troubled player, they know they could get away with saying what they want and that player can't respond accordingly if there aren't a lot of witnesses and people who can collaborate what that troubled player is saying. So if you look at the history of Antonio Brown and Bruce Arians, if y'all remember, he was – speaking so vehemently that A.B. would not be a part of the Bucks organization. Y'all remember that? He was saying there is no way A.B. would be a part of his team. And due, and due to Tom Brady, he tolerated A.B. You know what I'm saying? So I can fully see both sides. I can see the folks saying A.B. tripping. He threw a timber tantrum because his past – Actions will help us better come to that conclusion. But then I could also see AB being disrespected by Bruce Arians because he has disrespected fan, I mean, uh, players in the past. He disrespected this player in the past. So I can see both sides. I take, I, I, I weigh both of them. So that's why when he released his, uh, okay, and uh, Darren, I put the link in the description, bro. Um, so this is why when it came down with AB, I just waited because I look, man, anytime I talk about a player or situation, I've learned that you got to reveal your flaws before people could truly better understand your stance. I've had tantrums like that as a damn player versus a coach, whether it's practice or a game. Just depends on what triggers you. Don't make it right. I'm just saying it takes place. You know what I'm saying? So there you go, Darian. The link in the um 
in the chat. But here is why the AB situation really had me looking at folks who always talk about football and follow football and was going at AB. When was the last time you seen a player do something as, as egregious as he did? I mean, leaving in the game, making the show about him, jumping up and down the end zone, and becoming like a household meme. Still remain on the team past Monday. Then you go to Tuesday. Then you go to Wednesday. Now it's Thursday. When the last time y'all seen that? So... This is why it was actually it was really smart on AB's team to wait. Now, you got folks who want AB to release the text messages and any other communications he had with himself or Bruce Arians. AB could be really petty and really jump out there. But he always has a negative stigma about him. So if he really goes in on full attack. Ain't nobody going to, like, you'll have us saying, see, A.B. was telling the truth, but you still have those folks who don't like him saying, that's not professional. Why would you do that? Don't do that. See what the chat's saying. Rock Dylan, everyone should just wait. Shit is unfair to be found guilty without evidence and all the facts. Everyone talk about A.B. will cry in court if they were on their, their own jury. He remains on the team. Because there's some validity what he's saying. Absolutely. And we're bad saying, trust me, athletes are truly committed, emotional to the craft. My man David said, exactly threatening a player is not professional, especially when his body, it's his body we talking about, it's how he makes his money, his livelihood. JX, if I got fired from a job, I will leave immediately too. If he didn't make a scene, we will be talking about. Yeah. Now, and I'm glad Jay brought that up. Great. Great, great statement right there, Jay, from YouTube. So here's the thing. Say if A.B. would have just walked off with his uniform on, right? Accordingly, just walked off. You know, because he won't go back in the game. Bruce Arians saying, you cut. He done did this. You out of here. So A.B. calmly walks off with his helmet. Goes in the locker room. Never returns. People are still going to say he should have... First, they gonna, first thing they're going to say is he should have stayed out there for his team. Right? So that still would have been wrong. So for all the folks thinking A.B. should have just walked off gratefully without a scene, he still would have been he still would be called a quitter. That's the first thing, in my opinion. In my opinion. Secondly, if he would have just stood there, continue to stand there on the sidelines, we don't know what would it continue to brew between him and Bruce Arians? Like it, it, it like it could have went even further, but I'm not, con- I'm not condoning him for jumping up and down, smiling and things like that. That's not being defended. All I'm saying is I can understand why you make some type of a scene. I done got shot up with a, painkiller that's dangerous to my body for the love of my for the love of the game and my teammates 
That's the main thing that's been, if he was so selfish, so selfish, he would have just remained on the injured list and tried to ride the wave, continue to get his checks. Especially after getting the MRI. But it's like, yo, yo, AB, we need you. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the coaches were telling him, yo, we need you. We need you. Anybody that's ever been injured in sports and, and is a main cog of the team, somebody who makes a difference, I'm pretty sure your coaches have pressured you without pressuring you to play. Comments, communications, certain keywords, certain phrases. Hey, man, it's a big game. You sure you can't go? Because we got this medicine back here. I'm telling you, how, how long you think it'll last? It'll, like, it'll last this long. Been there. Had a hurt Achilles. Then played with hurt hamstrings. Then played with MCL grade two strains. Big Don Joy knee brace on. Then played with deep thigh bruises with knots where I couldn't practice all week. Then you get painkillers and you play. And by the fourth, kill, fourth quarter, you in so much excruciating pain that you surprised you can even walk. And then you repeat it all over again. Been there. Done that. We got to stop. Like for the folks who aren't privy to playing at the level in which this comes into play, because when you're in high school, ain't no, you don't get no, like that I know of, you don't get no painkillers, like no pills or painkillers. You get to college, that's when your eyes are wide open. That's why I asked him, he ever seen the movie Varsity Blues. You remember when the running back was getting shot up in the knee? It's a reason why people ain't like the movie, the program, because they was, they was, they was, they was pulling the curtain back. I'm just saying, we can't dismiss when athletes tell you this, this takes place and that takes place because you don't know what you got to do is kind of fall back, receive the information and document it in your brain. And if it come up again, be like, damn, so-and-so said that just a couple months ago. So that's why when it came up about AB, when I saw what he did on Sunday, I didn't jump out there and start defending him. I didn't jump out there and start start condemning him. I just said, yo, y'all know I always say, yo, man, I just, I just need my guy to make sure mentally he there because that's what's going to be attacked. His mental is going to be attacked. Let me read some of these comments. If he di- if he didn't cause a scene, would he ever have had a chance to get his side of the story out? I don't know. That's a great question. Where did the bonus narrative come from? The bonus narrative. Here we go. Thank you, X. I don't know where the bonus narrative came from, but it would fit the stance for a player like Antonio Brown. Right? Because it makes the optics look that much more believable right there. They ain't putting him back in the game because he's going to reach a bonus. Right? Even though we know about him missing games and what went down. And you down. Even with that narrative, you can still, if you want to back him, you can still say, dog, you losing. You're going to need him. He was having a productive first half. Like, what are we doing? Then the narrative was, 
You throwing the Gronk. You ain't throwing to me. My man Rock said, bro, I was on crutches from the doctor, and my coach took them and said, you playing. This was in high school. Wow. Mike Briss said, what if he went out there and really messed his ankle up, could never play again? That's when they say assume at your own risk. Not calling him crazy, never did, but I'm not automatically going to accept what he says as the sole truth. Nobody's asking you to do that, Myron. Nobody's asking you to do that at all. That's exactly how it works with pains and meds. I played in college. I understand that. Politics. I think him acting out brought light to being disrespected. My man Bean said, you can be committed emotionally to your craft. At the same time, coaches are human too. They don't always like the player. They tolerate the player because they need him. Coaches start issues as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. That right there gets lost in translation when it comes to a troubled player. Like I told you, coaches are human. Bruce Arians tolerated A.B. Only reason why A.B. was on the team was because of T.B., Tom Brady, and what Tom Brady wanted and what A.B. can do for that team. So here's the thing. You got God went out. You got all these dudes banged up. A.B. got his ankle issue. A.B. had the vaccine car stuff that I don't want to get into because I don't want to get into nothing COVID-related. I don't, I, I don't talk about that stuff no more. But here it is. You like, man, we got to make sure Tom getting some damn some damn weapons. What's what's? Let me see. Let me see what, what their record is. But anyway, I don't want to get too sidetracked. But it's like, A.B., can you go? And he like, yo, my ankle still bothering me. They like, oh, so they 12 and four. So it's like, my ankle still bothering me, yada, yada, yada. Ding dong. Yo, man, you tough. We got medicine for that. Just see, just try. You should be all right. How many milligrams and or whatever we could put in that foot and be okay. So he played the game before. Oh, AB back. But then. We all know when you get that Toradol shot, any type of painkiller, I done had them in my shoulder. Man, don't get me started how many shots I done got. Um, but hold on, man. I was reading comments. I got to get back to what I'm saying. Um, What was I saying? Oh, so you get those shots, and then after the game, you still you still think you're fine because it's like the first time you get those painkiller those painkiller shot it lasts the whole game it lasts the whole game and then you get home and you forget that you actually hurt bro and then all of a sudden that 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 pain blocker stops and I'm talking about boy because you can actually further injure yourself while on like they could look. I don't want to look. I ain't gonna say all medical personnel, but there's some medical personnel that's gonna do what they got to do to make sure they keep getting their checks. And the coaches and the medical personnel may know. And this is allegedly, this is a hype, hypothetically speaking, but they could just say it ain't gonna hurt you no further. It could hurt. It could hurt him further. But as long as he don't know, out of sight, out of mind, we're gonna give him this shot. We just need him for this game. Yeah, go ahead and play. And then you play, and all of a sudden it get worse. Like people said, it gets worser. As the folks always say, no, it just get it. It gets 
worse, 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 worse. And you're like, damn, man, my knee really hurt. Up the dosage. Rehab. Take it easy all week. Myron said, I know you don't want this to get into COVID stuff, but it's very much a part of the formula and maybe even the callus of what kicked this off. No, Myron, I'm not giving them that out. No, there is no excuse for that. There is no excuse for that, bro. One thing we can't do, all right? I feel like Coach 30 because I keep saying all right. One thing we can't do, if you are a coach, no matter what level you coach, if a player says, I am hurt, I can't go back in, move on. No means no. Period. This episode is brought to you by Rad Power Bikes. All fun, no fuel. Hit the road with an award-winning electric bike from North America's largest e-bike brand, Rad Power Bikes. Pedal when you want, throttle when you don't. Their versatile e-bikes are a better, more exciting way to get around. And with flexible financing options, you won't have to save up to start riding. Want to try an award-winning model from Rad Power Bikes? Order an electric bike today and ride risk-free with a 14-day trial. Period. If, because as an athlete, all we, look, we know our bodies better than anybody. If I've been playing in the first half and I, and I make a comment at halftime, man, I don't think I'm going to make it. This, this medicine wearing off. And then I go back out there in the second half and I'm like, yeah, this ain't going to work. And I'm supposed to be a selfish deep. See here, here, here is what I love right here. If I'm supposed to be a selfish diva and I know and all, and you know, I got incentives because I'm a selfish diva, right? And I tell you, yo, my ankle killing me. I can't play. Why are you really getting mad? Is that really about me? Remember y'all said receivers were selfish divas. A selfish diva still going to try to play. They're going to limp. They're going to do whatever they got to do. Because you got people who call T.O. a selfish diva for playing with the injury he had for the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. I'm telling you, bro. You got people who will call a player playing hurt being selfish. See? We will call players soft for the littlest things. How to do ask me. Oh, maybe it was up here. Do you know why receivers alligator arm passes? It's because they scared. And I told them, no. Playing receiver, I will alligator arm a pass because I'm preparing to protect myself while trying to catch this ball. Yo, this is a gladiator sport, man. If you play this for so many years, nothing's going to scare you. That's the biggest misconception of football, too. I just want to put that out there because I think it was on Spaces, the one on here. Nobody is scared when they play this sport once they didn't played it for years. 
I always hate when somebody say, oh, he was scared. No, he was aware. And he was trying to prepare himself for the hit. So thus, he short-armed it because he's trying to pull it in quicker. He's protecting himself. I'm just telling y'all, bro, I ain't never met somebody who played football for years be scared of somebody. They are aware of them, but they ain't scared of them. They know what they bring to the table, but they ain't scared. You know what I'm saying? You, and, I, and I don't want to say the two individuals I was talking to that was out, out here capping for real, talking about somebody scared, but then they weren't scared. That's what blew my mind. They were saying a professional was scared that playing the NFL currently would be scared of a Ronnie Lott. But then I said, would y'all be scared of Ronnie Lott? Hell no. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. That's a true life gladiator right now. You, you a bootleg gladiator. You ain't playing right now. How you going to say you ain't scared? But somebody who currently a gladiator scared. I don't understand those logics. And that's no disrespect. I'm not disrespecting them. But you disrespecting them. Nobody's. Look, man. No. Now, so here's the thing, Robert. Nobody's coming to AB's pity party. All right. This is not a pity party. This is making folks aware. But I see who you're talking to. I just want to make sure that this isn't a pity party right here. You know what I'm saying? So let me get my man Ax in the building. What's good with you, fam? What's up, fam? My bad. I'm looking a little crazy. I'm in the car right now. Oh, you good. And but getting back to it, it was just funny how, just to recap, the first narrative that came out was the whole issue of bonus money. You know, that was the first thing that came out. But getting to your other point about coaches taking advantage of players and pushing them to their level, there's a level that we used to be meatheads and, you know, we can go all day, whether we're hurt or not, there's players that want to play. Then there's players that are like, coach, I can't go. Yeah. But And then there's players like, I don't know if you remember the story, the University of Toledo quarterback that was paid money to sit out a halftime. So you get issues like that too. Hmm. You feel? Yeah. No, which. But going back to some of these coaches that take advantage of that from high school all the way, especially through college. I mean, some of the antics that went on over the weekend with uh, players uh, unhappy with their program because of different issues. Ohio State, you know, I follow them, obviously, but them being one of them. You know, they had a DB Mm -hmm. tweeting and saying different things. And so there's a lot of issues that we see from the media standpoint and don't get it wrong, people got to understand, NFL runs their PR program so well. Because if you look right after that incident, if you turn through every NFL station, CBS, Fox, they all ran the narrative about how bad he was, about it's all him, somebody needs to get him help, Strahan, all of them. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden everybody's like, uh-oh, let me, let me, even Strahan took a different different uh, stance on it. Yeah. And, <clears> and, and, and my thing, I think my thing is this, because, I saw what Rob just shared. I saw what Mario just shared. Here's my thing. Is this. this is what I do. This is what I don't do. And y'all can quote me. Somebody's past actions and stuff don't take away what's taking place right now. 
I think that's why a lot of times bad stuff that happened to folks just get pushed to the back because yes, somebody could be an asshole for a long period of time. And then somebody could do them wrong. And y'all say, well, they are asshole. He probably lying again. Right. And we keep saying going off day history. They do this. They keep to, they keep doing that. They keep doing that. Y'all going to irritate the hell out of me. If that's going to be your approach, because Nah, I'm gonna stay away from that. But that 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 irks me because a lot of times that's why people can't really change their ways because as soon as they had that one little mishap, y'all be like, oh, there he go again. You can't See, never backslide. You, you know what I'm saying? But, you can't never backslide when you're trying to do better. Like everybody, yeah, man. That's that's my mental that's my mental health side. Right, just, but, just on that on that note, though, if you notice, though, it's always these. It's always labeled like this player's a diva or this person's this or that, you know, from, you know, your cams to, you know, your Steve Smith that we talked about the other day to, you know, they, they label these guys divas through the PR through the NFL. And then it's so quick to turn that blind eye on what's the real story. Mm-hmm. And then we don't even talk about the John Gruden stuff. Cause that NFL, we, we threw that out there and that went underneath the rug and we haven't heard nothing about it. And so their yeah. PR program is way, way ahead of us before we even know it. Even if you, that's why sometimes it's hard for me to watch the announcers. Like, listen, the way they were on Ben Roethlisberger the other night. Like, I understand it was his last night and he did all this and all that. But the way they were praising this man, I was like, okay, we don't forget about some of those other issues. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. why is it other athletes that go down, like your Michael Irvins and other ones, you know, they're, they're labeled, you know, a certain way or a certain cancer to a team or a certain cancer to the NFL. But some of the other ones are not. I mean, you got that with uh, Aaron Rodgers right now. He's having issues with somebody not wanting to vote him in because of the whole, I know you don't want to talk about it, but it is part of the landscape, the whole COVID issue. Mm-hmm. Now, why is he treated different opposed to he didn't get suspended? Okay. But yeah. Antonio, now when we go back to AB, now that's another red flag on him. Now he, he, he got suspended, got fined for all that. But they don't do that with the Aaron Rodgers and the other ones across the, across the league. And, you know, and give you another point, that'd be like if, if Cam Newton and, um, and Michael Vick had a, a, a Peyton Manning show every Monday night. Do you think, you think America's ready for that? To have a real talk side to side and have them come in and, and joke around the way the Mannings do? You know, so there's a different perspective in the way the NFL runs that PR program is all I'm trying to point out. Yeah. No, I'm just I'm just reading the comment. Rob said I'm saying the issue needs to be addressed in the industry. A B isn't the only one I've pointed this out every day this year. Um now because it's A B, now we want to talk about it. Comical yet ridiculous at the same time. Um so when it comes so when it comes so the, so it's a hot topic right now, it's a polarizing player. So yes, I agree, Rob, you have brought to light a lot of the things that happen behind the curtain and not only professional sports, but college sports, that is correct. So nobody's disputing that you have not done that, but at the same time, this is no different than when we see things happen in the world. We know polarizing figures are talked about the most. It's no different than death. When a polarizer figure dies, the whole world knows. When our loved one passes away, only Facebook friends know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But we're not going to take take away. So what I'm doing is I'm talking about 
these situations, understanding that, and I'm like you, Rob, it's two sides to the coin. And like X said, everybody came out and was like, yo, it's this contract, it's this contract, it's this contract. And even me, I was like, that don't make sense. So I stayed away from it. I said, that could play a role. It could play a role. But when he released his text messages, I was like, ooh, okay. Now he released his side. What is everybody saying? But, and but I was see. go ahead. I'm sorry. What'd your boy Czar say? Oh, if if uh Arians comes out and does says his statement and uh A B says his, which one are you gonna believe? Well, I mean, like you said, there's two sides of the coin. The part that we can't see is that one point seven five millimeters on that other side of that coin. Because yeah. there's there's that side, the other side and the truth. But mm-hmm. how many players the picky back off that? Some coaches get frustrated in the preseason because all of a sudden all these players got hamstring issues and can't practice. Mm-hmm. And there's there used to be jokes about them faking that back in the day. Yeah. And what you Rob know, just said was absolutely right. It becomes about A, B, not the issue that needs to be fixed. That's absolutely correct. And that's why I don't want us to just get lost in is A, B and his history versus he telling the truth is he's not telling the truth. That's why I kept focusing on, hey, even I went through shots and playing hurt and understanding the pressures of playing. And Rob, you have came, come on this platform and talked about how coaches can bully and manipulate players and then use the not playing against them. So, yeah, we're going to make sure that's that's out in the forefront more than A.B. It's just we know A.B. is a polarizing figure. It's the old swoop and dupe that the media do on the outside. I'm swooping and dupe and using A.B. to tell y'all this is not him. Didn't you know they do that to Marshawn Lynch? Yeah, Rob went through it too. Yeah. And this just ain't this just saying A B. It's a dude on it's dudes on A B's team that's going through it right now. Matter of fact, Aaron Rodgers got a toe when he's doing it right now. Right. He got a toe injury, he's doing it right now. Anybody so notice this. What do y'all think the terminology injury prone came from? <clears throat> huh? We will wow. dismiss a player's career because we said, man, he always hurt. He you need hey man, you saw. You get a little nick and you always sitting out. But there's another real side to that. Let's not forget about the money because the re- only reason why the NFL has to report their injuries is because of Vegas. There you go. Yep. That's facts. Only reason why they got to report those injuries is because Vegas, they know how to run those numbers up. As soon as uh, the Browns, if you would have watched the uh, way the, uh, the uh, lines changed when the Browns all had COVID, Browns was favored by three, and all of a sudden that flipped. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or they were never, they were not favored by three. I think they were only supposed to lose by three. Then it went up to like six or seven right after they found out that a bunch of those players had COVID. That switched right now. And that's why I was talking about the Toledo thing is because there was a story that ESPN ran about uh, betting in uh, college. And they said when Toledo Rockets played out in Vegas, I think they played UNLV, they knew the way the the lines came in, there had to be something up. And yeah. then I'm a conspiracy guy. Let me let me get you on this one. Uh just to, to bring it back with the whole betting thing. Okay. So Monday Monday before the Ohio State Michigan game, ESPN comes out and says, We're gonna be at the Ohio State Michigan game for the big game. Now, why are we gonna have Fox, who runs Big Ten, be there? And why is Michigan gonna be there? Now, I know this is going to be far out, but I said it that morning. I said Ohio State's going to lose. There's no – why would Michigan be there? Why would ESPN be – why would uh, – out of all the crazy rivalries that week, rivalry week, why are those both networks there? Now, of course, Buckeyes lose. 
all of a sudden Michigan's pushed up. But ESPN, do they get advantage of that because they're part of SEC? Do they get a part of all that money that they're about to make this next Monday night? So the money has a big issue is what I'm trying to bring it full circle with and how the PR from ESPN, the way they run their, their, their PR program just as well as the NFL. So I just see seeing that AB actually released the text messages between him and Bruce Arians. The shade room did shout out to my guy beam who shared it with me on Instagram and said, this is BA. Make sure you ready for the game tomorrow, ready to go tomorrow. We are not capital are not resting for the playoffs. Call me. AB responds. I'm all in coach really can't get the full speed. I want to win, want to be there. But if I wake up tomorrow, feel better, I'll be ready. Kind of rolled it outside on two-point play. I want what's best for the team. Let me know when you're free, I'll call you. And then B.A. says, come see me in the morning. We'll talk. We'll talk it out. Definitely want you with us in case you're ready. So that, that sounds like there's deeper issues there than, than, than all that, because if all these text messages were exchanged, but then the PR changed during the game and then he got frustrated and said, Hey, I'm, I'm, um, you just put your hand across your throat. You want me off the team. Like, it just seemed like there must be some deeper issues. And that's why Tom Brady didn't know what to say when he was asked about it at the end of the game. Yeah. I mean, look, it goes to show that Bruce Arians wanted to win that game period. Um, I got the link in the description, Rob. Uh, um, yeah, just go to the description of the Facebook and, and it's in there if you want to jump in. Um, but, yeah, so, look, man, th- this this is something that goes on a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are pressured to play hurt because they say do it for you. No, look, I'll give you a prime example. Look at college football and, and the players opting out. They they opt out. Kurt Herstreet, you know, said what he said, and then somebody interviewed him a day later. He said, if you guys would listen to all, you know, eight minutes of the conversation, you would have seen that I said these kids aren't bad kids, but back in our day, you just had to play. Yeah, that's the key word. Back in our day, Kurt Herstreet, you had to play. You didn't have any power, zero power. You didn't have no power. So let me see if I can send this to Rob and his messenger. Hold on. So I get my man Robert T. Green in here. I didn't pull his name up. I had to do it for my phone. God dang it. But again, AB's going through the situation. AB's not the first. He's not the only one. This isn't the only level. That go rob right there. What up, though? Happy New Year, Hawk. Happy New Year, bro. What's up, man? I, I apologize. I've been without power for four days. And so for four days on my phone, I got to hear about AB. So I'm going <laughs> to pull the car back out, little gas I got, and, and, and want to entertain this conversation. Okay. Um, I've been listening to what you said, and 
point I want to make is when I talked about AB being AB and what he really wants is that the reality is this platform, this story, this situation has been his MO since he's got into the pro sports business. Regardless of the situation may be, there's always something. And again, we know as players, I am the player's rep. I speak every day about things that have happened to college players, high school players. I call out guys like Nick Saban, Urban Meyer. I said on your show, Urban Meyer will not make it two years. I talked about his 31 arrest at Ohio State. I said he's the only person to develop a guy like Aaron Hernandez, the only known two-time serial murderer, and getting paid royally for it. At the end of the day, I talked about Percy Harvin being high since he got in college. And then when the guy Marcus Williams from Ohio State points out things and he said, I'm going to ruin your life. I talk about these things regularly. A.B. came into the NFL and became a fifth-round pick, not because of CTE, not because he came in, because of his behavior. You played arena, I played arena. I don't care who knows. I worked, I carried home his daddy, downtown Eddie Brown, several nights. Mm-hmm. When I talk about professional development and learned behavior, this is a trillion-dollar industry. And what, I, what we know, coaches always use the players' best interest for them. And they use the word team to indoctrinate and keep the players from actually understanding their true value and worth. I say it every day. So what I'm saying is about A.B. is that you cannot win. I say A.B. is going to hurt all of us because the bottom line, what the focus should be about is that this is what happens to every athlete that has a dream and aspiration of being a pro athlete. Happened to you, happened to me, every single person that gets past the basic high school level. And it's even worse today because what I call, they have out, they call sports traffickers. You got everybody right now telling somebody 70-year-old, they're an all-star, sending them to Georgia from Virginia to pay for a hotel and expenses for a uniform, call them an all-star. This is where it starts. This is where it starts. And then when that kid gets hurt at nine years old and they say, oh, let's put dirt on it. It's not about Bruce Arians. It's not about AB. This is the industry I said before that at the end of the day, we are basically, when I say sports is basically played for team as an indentured servant, not DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. So when I talk about advocating, elevating the athlete's actual interests, I cannot sit back and allow something that's so important, so powerful, so so right. Like I said, I started pre-post game seven years ago. I was the only company ever speaking about athletes' mental health in my actual profession. I've been in the mental health field since 2004. And so when someone says mental health, I get really, really ups- uh, upset about it because no different than what's going on when all of a sudden Ben Simmons is doing what he was doing in Philadelphia, that Rich Paul, because he's LeBron's friend, who want to be labeled a super agent, now want to say, oh, yeah, yeah, mental health. No. There are people that go through these things for real. And as a mental health advocate and an actual person that been in it, to let people just because they don't want to do their job and don't want to be professional, turn around and muddy that water once again. Because we talk about black people not speaking about, about mental health. It's not about just black people. It's about understanding what mental health really is. There's a lot of excuse makers in this industry, players a, a long way. When it comes to coaches, and as I said to every player, don't look at Bruce Arians no different. This is every high school cross, coach across America. This is every youth program across America. This is every AAU coach. And I don't care if they like you. I'm not in this business to make friends. I am the only advocate and representative in the entire history of professional sports, meaning I've done and created curriculum. I've advocated in four for athletes. I have the only University of Iowa. It's the only school in the history of the United States of America that's in federal court for racism and bullying right now. And ESPN don't even talk about it. I, I represent those guys. They're there because of us. Not because what Coach Ferentz did. But the highest paid strength coach, Chris Doyle, who's making $800,000 a year and 22 years for bullying and racism, was getting paid every day, covered by all these schools, is out of a job because of us, me specifically. 
So when I say I'm the players rep, it's not just to say, okay, I'm the players rep because at the end of the day, I represent the players. I'm not going to walk players off a plank, the slap on their face. I'm not mm-hmm. going to enable and encourage situations and behavior that, you know, condone situations where you feel sorry for people. Everything that's happened in Antonio Brown's career, when you, when you mentioned the article and you read the actual text message, you said that he talked to the coach. He said he wasn't feeling well. It's his body. You could have said, I'm not putting that uniform on. Every player knows that they nicked up. They can go out there and say, you know, I'm trying to go through it. I can't go through this. I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. And I'm not giving opinions because at the end of the day, I don't believe in doing that, trying to figure it out. And your take and my take is not ESPN for me. The fact is, Antonio Brown, he would have got those incentives already if he didn't do the vaccination card. The fact is nobody spoke up about him. He's sensitive like that. Always has been. When it comes to paying his bills, it's not just the chef. Do the research. This man got, like, bills that he hasn't paid forever. So we're talking about character, talking about believing you. At the end of the day, he has a history, a long one, of burning bridges and pointing the finger at somebody else. But here's the and thing. We, Why are we talking about this? I'm not. That's what I'm trying to say. Everybody talking about Antonio Brown, like, oh, look what he had, is the people that's enabled him to say, oh, Antonio Brown is the victim. He's the victim. I'm no, saying it's about Ahmad. Right. It's about the player's rep. But that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, even though you haven't lied yet, but why are we here and not getting to the the real point of what you do? Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, as much as because folks are even saying like, AB can can make your fight or the fight for other like he's he's the wrong one to rally behind. But if somebody's done wrong, do you not use like you still absolutely you still talking about the situation? No. right? Yeah, Bruce Arians is wrong. But again, like I said, I don't look at it as anything else. The whole industry does this. So we're yeah, talking about taking a shot to the shoulder. Not to, not to cut you off because we're not denying mm-hmm. AB's history, right? We know his history right. is checkered. But so is the employer's. And it's more checkered than his. Yeah. You know Ramon, I said, I said, I said, didn't I not say Urban Meyer is going to be fired no, because of again, his lack of professionalism? I'm. This is not me speaking to you. You know what I'm saying? So right. the you is a hypothetical for the people not not here. I know what you've been mm-hmm. doing. That's why I keep saying you haven't said anything inaccurate. What I'm saying is how we will look at players' past, but the employer's past is just as worse, and we need to – not we as in me and you, but the masses need to start diving into what they've been doing for centuries and make sure that comes to the hey. forefront. That's why I wanted you and I to start a podcast about it. I told you, I'm the one that said Urban Meyer is going to be fired because of what he do and how he do. The, what made me so mad was everybody, when he got fired, said, oh, he can't treat adults like that. I'm like, <laughs> I've been telling y'all you been treating kids like that, and that's better? You did. When you he did. made millions off of it, I said this you was going to happen. This yeah. wasn't, this was, what well, ESPN and they stanced around. That's why I don't believe in that whole worldwide leader stuff. They Because they puppets, they get pulled. I'm telling you, I work with athletes that play for Urban Meyer. I've been around. Mm-hmm. Then he went and hired the dude that we got fired. Mm-hmm. And then he danced around that. Like I said, this and dude. you pointed that out when he tried to hire that. You were one of the first guys because you hit me. You said, because I slaughtered that dude. I yeah. slaughtered Chris Doyle. I'm saying his name again. I don't yeah. have a blue check to let you know. If I say your name, you're pretty much done. So when I said I'm the advocate of the players, if the players contact me and I find that and validate what they're saying is true, based on what we went through, then we're going to take all the processes necessary to remove them from the actual player. But the mm-hmm. player got to hold themselves accountable too at a standard of saying, if you want to be a professional, it's not a sometimes thing. This is where I said before, how I got to the point where I'm at now and being able to speak the way I speak without mm-hmm. someone saying, you know what? How can he say that? 
because the guys that I represent and the guys that I develop are character people, are doing mm -hmm. the job they're supposed to do. If you try to do something wrong, Brian, I'm going to cut you off. You're not going to be able to get over. I'm smarter than you. I'm not apologizing for that. When I said agents are basically payday loans, that's what that means. Anybody in the real world know what a payday loan is. It can ruin your life. Yeah. You yeah. spend you spend your whole life trying to get to being a professional, as you say, and let somebody give you a payday loan with interest and think that's going to work out for you. Where mm -hmm. in this country does that work at? So when I break it down like that and talk about how you got to invest in yourself and develop yourself, this is not saying, you know what, coach got me, he recruited me on drugs, sex, and alcohol. It was all good. He pat me on my back. And then all of a sudden, two years later, I get accused of rape. Then they act like they don't know how that happened. But the same girl that I basically did it to me for free when I came there to get me to go to the school, then the coach act like he don't know how that happened. The same coach that basically say recruit me, say, you come in for three years, you can go to the pros. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, the kid leaves the pro in three years. The same coach gets quiet, saying university's quiet while all the, while they basically sick the fans on to threaten, manipulate, and harass the players. You just recruited me to come in for three years. They say nothing. So I say to them, when that information comes back to us, hey, Coach Day said that he can leave in three years, but he ain't saying that now because he wanted to stay to make Coach Day more money. Mm -hmm. So the reality is, again, players need to begin to understand this is a business all the way through. But it's saying, again, when I say professionalism, if A.B. says, hey, coach, I think I can go and, and coach. That's it. Coach going to coach the game. You ain't got to do it. What I'm saying is now you as a player, you really feel like you're not right. Step aside. Stop being an indentured servant. Mm. Stop acting like you know your worth and your value. But when it don't go your way, don't sit there and go cry wolf now. Nobody told you to throw that jersey over there. Nobody told you to go jump up and down. Once again, that's a third grade mentality in a trillion dollar business. And that's what I said for me. As a player's rep, I cannot condone. I can't speak to that. I can speak to Bruce Arians because it ain't about A.B. I can speak to all these coach Urban because it's about the Hawks. It's about the other guys that basically played as a free agent and don't understand 2.5 years in the league where, again, you don't get in the field after the first two years. They're not hiring you again. They mm -hmm. don't want to pay your benefits. Yep. The agent not going to tell you. Financial advisor not going to tell you. The trainer that's gotten you still working hard talking about God's plan not going to tell you because we're going to run all the little money you got right out your pocket, send you right Thanks. back where you started. Fact. And so at the end of the day, watching guys have been around for nine, 10 years. And again, I'm not even saying A, because I mentioned T.O. I mentioned Greg Hardy. I mentioned all these guys, Johnny Manziel, Josh Gordon. The reality is they'll let you do enough stupid stuff because they can always pay you cheap. When people talk about incentives of his current contract, he wouldn't have been an incentive-based contract if it was his behavior. It wasn't bad three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. That's how he ended up with that situation. So it's like I said, again, going to point to somebody that's in a situation where it's a bad situation, but then you can, like I said, muddy the waters. You can muddy it because now you go, well, it's A.B. And I'm saying is we don't need to be talking about Bruce Arians. We need to talk about to, to, to Urban Meyer. We need to be talking about what these coaches are doing. Why is Kirk Friend still employed basically when basically a law firm said that he was guilty for bullying and racism and, and ESPN don't cover it? Why is that still happening? You know why? Because every player, specifically in this case, minority African-American players, are going to have some coach that come up there, show you a, a little shiny picture of a trophy in a ring with some dude that basically that played for them, that's broke now, but he ain't going to tell you that, who's going to be an ambassador, pat you on the back, and then let you come up there and do the same thing or repeat over again. While when you come in as that five-star, coaches got a check slid over to them for some recruiting bonuses. But yet, they don't want to pay the players. They want to give them NIL deals. So you could pimp out your social media for third-party vendors instead of getting money from the gate. Because, again, ain't nobody coming to see Kurt Ferentz walk the sideline or mm -hmm. Ryan Day or Jim Harbaugh. So before I went on this next topic again, how to talk about the media narrates everything, why do you think Jim Harbaugh is thinking about going to the NFL again? Remember, I represent the highest-rated recruit ever in the history of the East Coast, second all-time behind Jadavion Clowney, who went to Michigan, 
This is why. When you when Michigan got to where they got to, because when you finally get 23 and 24-year-olds to stay in school, like most ACC and SEC players, instead of leaving and go get that bag like Michael Parsons and and, 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 and uh, Jamar Chase, like I said they would. He said, yeah. Then all of a sudden now you win. When yeah. you got to coach and develop, you lose. That's why Dabble Sweeney is losing. That's why Jim Harbaugh knows he's about to lose. And that's why he's interested in going to the pro game. Because it's not what you think this is. And so when every player got to pay these trainers all across the country at the pro level, and they say, man, when I got to the league, I didn't know nothing. Mind you, we running around chasing recruiting stars from rivals and all those other things, 247, only to have the players be told when they get to the league, who taught you that BS? Who taught you that? You laughing because you know it's true. I know I'm the only true. one who's saying it publicly. That's why That's why trainers make so much money at the pro level. Because everything that happened in high school and college got to be scrubbed. But we chasing these dudes around at yeah. AAU and chasing these dudes around with these All-American seven-year-old All-Star games. They ain't learning nothing. They getting pimped out. Parents, stop getting pimping your kids out. Contact prepostgame.com. It's they not what you think it is. Just dominate that level. It doesn't right. – it can't it – can't, transfer i mean uh no travel like you can't go from here to there and still do well because they like no nah, it's just gonna do good here it don't work and the acc and the sec so even when they did this situation michigan should have been the number one ranked team in the country not mm-hmm. alabama not i alabama. said gary barter again gary barter on the commission is the athletic director of iowa you know the same iowa that allowed racism and bullying for 20 years so my point is when you talk about problems we didn't get Larry Jerry Zandusky because of the players. We didn't get Dr. Larry Nasser when the $380 million settlement was paid to these females in gymnastics. If you think that was that bad in, in gymnastics with females, what do you think for the last 151 now years between college athletics off of basketball and football that dominates? When we went into a pandemic, the world said, hey, everybody stay home except for the African-American athlete, football basketball, and women's basketball. Y'all come out here and get that herd immunity. Get that myocarditis that nobody going to talk about until 17 years from now. So what I said before, I'm not going to be alive probably, but I'm not going to sit back and wait to say, I know exactly how this is going to go. So when it comes to people like AB athletes as the pleasure, I got to stop this right in this tracks. It's like at the end of the day, Bruce Aaron's the issue. The hell with AB. He's not conducting himself as a professional. He never has. And what we do at the player's rep is try to develop these people to understand, like, this game ain't forever. Relationships matter. How you conduct yourself is everything. You do all this, they want to put text messages out. That's what six-year-olds do. And that's a fact. And like I said again, that's where I said again. Straight Talk Wireless knows there are plenty of reasons you might need a new phone. (gasps) But switching to a better wireless provider doesn't have to be one of them. Keep your own phone and save when you switch to any Straight Talk wireless plan, like our $45 Silver Unlimited plan with unlimited high-speed data and 5 gigs of hotspot, plus nationwide 5G and America's best networks. Keep your own phone. Switch to a better wireless plan. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart and Walmart.com. Requires a compatible online phone and QIOP kit. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See latest terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. I'm not going to have another athlete that I talked to or AB did it. Well, guess what? His talent is better than yours. I can tell you that. His talent is better. That's why he ended up being a fifth round. So that's saying that talent, you point to A.B., A.B. lost $70 million off of his actions. You want to be him? You could. Not over here. Mm. You're not going to lose it over here. So you 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 could jump up and down how you want. You lost $70 million for your character and your lack of development in a trillion-dollar sport that you want to be in. And in the industry, when it comes to coaches, you've been like that since you was a kid. So everybody that allow AB to do what AB do, yeah, that's another situation too, because AB allowed them to basically 
do what he do so they can get paid more, so he can pay less, pay less. And again, guess what that is? That's called business. business. Your value, your worth, yeah. your leverage. You burn yeah. it. Don't come back here crying wolf. That's all I yeah. wanted to get in here and say. And I'm still mad at you, though, because I feel like since you've got big time now, you know, all these shows, they say you can't talk to the players rap, man. He going to get one of our coaches hey, fired man. one day. You, you it's be a possible. It's no, a possibility. No, man. I be when when you called me the other morning, I was running. And I was like, let me every time I say I'm I'm terrible at hitting people back, but I ain't nobody. No, I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud. I'm proud of you. I'm proud. That's what I really want to say. You you becoming you like yeah, you 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 can't get hit up all the time now. You got you got your time is set up and you're growing and you're doing things and, and your stuff is real. Like I said, this conversation we have now, real is one, and they're gonna have it on ESPN. No, like I said, two not. people dance around and skip about what the facts are. That's all I was saying is like, yeah, this Anton is this Bruce Arians thing, not A B thing. This ain't nothing new. But the same thing when it comes to the players, though. The players end up doing situations, they go out and get caught up, do things stupid. Then they turn around and try to point to the ball club or point to the trainer. Like, nah, that was you. Mm. Like again, being a professional ain't a sometimes thing in the industry is our short-lived career, like the NFL or the NBA. That's all I'm saying. So last thing I say on this. When Ben Simmons all of a sudden, not the beginning, but he couldn't get what he want, now he's screaming mental health. It pissed yeah. me off to no means. Because, mm-hmm. again, the quote-unquote super agent, Rich Paul, who don't know nothing that I know, except that his friend is LeBron. I'm just trust the facts, not the process. That's it. That's Do the research. He's not qualified to speak the way I speak on anything pertaining to sports. But when all of a sudden you throw it out, there's a lot of athletes that are really going through this. They got manipulated and abused, like at the University of Iowa. And then they're going to be like, well, yeah, uh-huh, like Ben Simmons, right? That makes me mad. Yeah, because the bottom line is in the day, that's not being a professional. Yeah. You got to grow yeah. the hell up. And so those two parallels are equal in a sense that when things don't go their way, mm-hmm. then it becomes a what was me thing. So again, from the Sixers standpoint, you sign the contract, you don't like playing it. Oh, that's not it's, it's a job, bro. Yeah, you don't have to play basketball. You don't have to play football, Antonio Brown. Yeah, you don't have to. So that, all I'm saying is that we're not going to sit here and spend that, let the world get captured by this guy again when guys like Bruce Aarons, when guys in Iowa, when guys in, in Ohio, when the fans are right now threatening players. So let me say this on, the, on your podcast real quick. Yep. But the, fa- the fans that like to actually keep threatening these young athletes in a sense of when they don't do what they want to do for their own best interest. As I said, we're doing that pre-post game now. Since the coaches and the president of the university aren't basically capable or, or man enough or woman enough to actually speak up and say that's not right which causes mental health damage, which causes fear, which causes anxiety. Then when we find that you do that, we're going to keep that information. We're going to mm-hmm. put it in our bench. So when we do recruiting processing on certain things, we're going to say, nah, you shouldn't go there because your plan is to go leave in three years, which you are right to do like Jamar Chase and, and uh, Michael Parsons. We're going to say, go to North Dakota State like Trey Lance did and get drafted number three overall. You ain't got to play for no cotton t-shirt and ring and aluminum ring with Nick Saban. <laughs> you ain't got to deal with that. Take care of you, you and your family. And we're going to publicize it. We're going to call them out directly because it's unacceptable that these grown men that would lie to these kids in their face say, we're going to be here or fake accents like Brian Kelly and leave in the middle of the day with a text and then turn around, do it for the team. We're done with that. This is yeah. 2022. 2022. We are equal partners in this. It's mm-hmm. a damn shame in the NFL that you got 48% of players that basically are 1,400 active making 48% when 52 percent is going to 32 owners when the players bodies would make everything go but the problem that's why that won't change is because the players are not being taught to be professionals they're not developed to be professionals they do things like antonio brown that allow these people in business to cut their check in in, in 77s not half 
in 77 to give you a minute piece of it because you didn't mm-hmm. understand how much of a business it really was. So yeah. you're not going to get equality. You're not going to get equity because you're not acting like it. And at the end of the day, that's not on the owners. That's on us as the players. That's true. Because at the end of the day, until we elevate and we start holding ourselves accountable and start being realistic about these things, talent is talent. But you got to go on the talent and we're only lasting so long. Why is T.O. still trying to play football damn near 50? Why is Michael Irvin still talking on radio shows damn near 60 wearing tight jeans? I know why. Because he lost so much money for the cocaine he used at Cowboys, which is Jerry Jones' M.O. You know, all the players that use drugs. I ain't got to pay him big contracts. Greg Hardy, Deion Sanders, Pac-Man Jones, uh, Nate Newton. Two of them, I can run this down all day long. Then you said, oh, why did man, they you said Deion, people going, Deion? Deion was getting in trouble, so he was drinking and doing all that stuff back when. I don't know if you guys knew that. Deion tried to basically commit suicide May 28th, 19. Again, it's because that's my birthday. So the reality mm-hmm. is a lot of things that go on in Dallas are behind the scenes, in a sense, don't come to light. Behaviors is what I'm talking about when Deion. The behaviors of the Dallas Cowboys allows them to cut your check short. They claim that, that Jerry take care of you, your after claim, football career. Yeah, they claim. We're claiming Troy Aikman is still on TV right now. Everybody that did he something sports. So is so is yeah, so yeah, exactly. So does um the fullback. Daryl oh, Johnson. Uh, Moose, yeah. Moose, yeah. So every player that again, let's be real. We know what football does to our bodies. If we made enough money, we took care of ourselves and made the money we need. You think the we want to see talking right about now. guys? Exactly. The real reason there ain't no way to be seen <laughs> with all that real money. Ghost. I'm well, not talking about, about those 17-year-olds. Exactly. They talk bad about the real. Yeah, and the mainstream media. Why? Because he went and got his money and he did it the right way. He didn't get caught up off the field either. So he understood his worth and his value, as you should. And then mm-hmm. you so again, we don't talk about them as much because at the end of the day, that's the point. Mm-hmm. People still mention Pac-Man Jones every other day. For what? For what? For what? Because at the end of the day, and that's what – so how did the Cowboys become the billion-dollar industry? Well, all those so-called stars you got, you ain't have to pay. Look at the roster. Look at the years. But then you talk about why they ain't win. It goes back to being professional and making decisions. Yeah, who is the last Jerry guy? Jerry can tell you he want to win. Is Dak the first guy he really paid and then Dak that's really the, paid? Yes, yes, yes. And the thing is, why did he pay Dak? Because Dak became a face in a situation, in an environment in this country that was changing. Mm-hmm. From a minority based thing, but that is that is a professional. That's why he got paid. That's why Dak got paid real money, and that's the point. And that's the only guys that get paid real money. TJ mm-hmm. Watt, real money. Real money. Aaron Donald, real money. Real money. Professionals. Kelly hey, O'Mac, hey, real Kirk money. Cousins. How much Kirk Cousins? Cousins? Real money. Again, ain't no superstar. Real money. Real money. So all that stuff coming into the league in the draft and saying, oh, I'm going to get drafted because I represent this guy, that guy. I want to make the point. I just posted something earlier. Rashawn Gary, Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald, and Max Crosby are the highest four players right now. PFF is getting grade-wise as far as pass rushes. I mean, uh, rush pressures. Point I'm making is Rashawn is the only player in the history of America as his own sports agency when he came in. He's an alternate of the Pro Bowl this year. He has the best record in the team that hasn't lost a back-to-back game in three years in the NFL. The number one seed in the Bobby going to the playoffs. Wearing number 52 in Green Bay as a black man. Start to finish. Tell him, tell him why that's professional. Tell him why, tell professional him. because when he's no longer playing, he's established himself at 24 years old as a professional, as a business person, understanding the business and the job that he sought when he came through this situation mm-hmm. as the number one overall recruit in the number two behind David County in mm-hmm. history. East Coast. As yeah. a pre-post game client. 
Yeah. And, and ain't no agent made it happen because guess what? He's his own sports agency. Know how? We built it. What's what's the important what's the, for the number 52 in Green Bay? Oh, because that's the number that they gave to a guy named Frank. I forget his last name. And Clay Matthews. And Clay Matthews is, is is like folklore in Green Bay. And essentially where it's minority, a Caucasian-based society, a small community. So when and when you give that number to Rashawn Gary in that situation, just for the fact that there are people out there that don't want to see him succeed simply because, one, he's a minority. Two, you gave that number to somebody else who they hold in highest esteem out there. That's quote unquote professional pressure, but not really because we know what he's going to do in the first place. Again, there was no, 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 a secret to us. Everything that I'm saying now, I told you it was going to happen. You did. But the reason why I said it that way is because with players need to understand, oh, I signed with this agent. It doesn't matter. The point I'm making again, everybody that came out in the 2019 draft class, he's the one that started his own agency. All the other guys that signed with those bigger agencies, check their track records. See how their careers are going right now. Hey, does, Lamar, business. does Lamar Jackson have an agent yet? I don't think so. I don't think so. And again, why, I went into it. Like I said, talk about that every like. Why they don't talk about that every year? He still don't have an agent. They, remember they said that was going to hurt him. Yeah, because the bottom line is that's the narrative. And I said about the payday loan. The payday loan keeps getting paid out, and if you don't pay back the payday loan, your life is ruined. Once you take that 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 bait, then you stuck. Mm-hmm. And then the point I was making about RG is that. He's, he's doing what he's supposed to do as a professional at 24, and basically he answers to himself first. Mm-hmm. Coaches he works with. He's a man that had to look himself in the mirror, but I don't do what I'm supposed to do. I'm not going to be here. It doesn't matter Robert, what Robert say and do. I don't conduct myself the right way. He's been taught that. Yeah. That does not happen in college athletics. That does not happen in high school athletics. It does not happen, as I said before. DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. Sports is played by the team. Again, indentured service. People talk about slavery. Oh, it's not slavery. Look up what an indentured servant is to understand. When you look at the NCAA, you ain't looking dead smack at it. They ain't That's like what that, that is. They ain't going to like that. That's not my problem. You know, I ain't even about like I know that. What I'm saying, cause, cause, yeah, cause, I know. That's the point. Again, and again, last history lesson for those that's listening today. Again, if you know about uh, W.E. Du Bois, 1909 yeah. and 1905, when a man said we're going to be free as when slaves were just freed, the NCAA came about in 1906 in March, and so did um, Leavenworth Penitentiary um, in Kansas, the first prison system. So when slaves were just freed in those same times, when W.E. Du Bois said what he said in 1905, it did not go into Brown Board of Education to 1909. Right after he said it, though, in 1905, the NCAA and, the, and, and, and Leavenworth Prison were basically founded one month apart. For the African-American that basically got in trouble, didn't have a lawyer, Went to jail for a long time. For the one that wanted to get educated, became an NCAA person. Indentured servant, indoctrinated, how to go about doing this. That's history. That's how this old stuff started. So when I say what I say publicly and why they can't stop me, why are you going to stop me? I'm the player's rep. Without them, you don't have nothing. And I represent mm-hmm. them, so you can't touch me. That's business. That's I'm not even t- pretending to play games with people anymore. I provide more value. My company provides more value from an economic from an educational, from a transitional, from a financial, and a development standpoint than anything going in this so-called NCAA umbrella. Like I said before, it's about 100 years of great football. The 2001 Miami Hurricanes, best team ever. It's only one player out of Florida you know that has a job worth talking about, and that's Myron Rowe. Mm. But you know, a bunch of guys that have been accused of murder, a bunch of guys that basically did some, some uh, credit card or uh, uh, health insurance frauds, but he's about to be educated. Hey, Myron got a good question for you, man. Um, he said, how did 
and we talked about this, but I, I want you to share with them. How did Michigan act towards Rashawn Gary with having his own brand slash agency? How they act like they couldn't do nothing about it. They act like because he was the first player to ever have his own logo and his name trademarked while in 2017, which we did here first, which mm-hmm. I said we started the NIL because that's what happened. There's nothing they could say and do when they basically put that M on his back while he was working fine. Mm-hmm. But when he wasn't working and he wanted to be a pro athlete to create generational wealth, create brand equity, he used his platform that was being developed by himself and us to basically capitalize on that. You don't have to go do your announcement on ESPN to get, if you really want to talk about getting brand to get marketing, you do it through your own social platforms. When he announced his draft, he basically, he didn't do it through a, what do you call graphic that had Michigan all over it. He did it on his own YouTube channel with his logo on his chest, with his face and his glasses and his eyes, his name, image, and likeness so the world can see. And then everybody else picked that up and they went off his platform and they basically brought it back to him. So if you think that when he announced the NFL draft pick for the Packers last year by accident, you're crazy. It's because he understands the business and the NFL understands that he's good for business. And that's why at 23 years old, he was the guy announcing that with a bunch of 35-year-olds in his suit, in his chain, with his logo again in front of another 35, 40, 100 million people. So how they acted is was, wow, what are we going to do? Nothing. He was well within his rights. He understands something. We ain't never taught him. Tack, why would we become his own sports agency? Oh, Trump tax law said, well, we can't pay. The agent's fees are not tax deductible. You know what it is? When you create your own business, you buy your car and you go train, and that goes towards your own sports business agency, even with other clients and yourself, that's tax deductible items. Mm-hmm. I don't need an agent to tell me that I'm already a first rounder, that what you going to do more than pre-post game can. They built my brand. They made sure I had the right training. I'm the fastest player in the history of the NFL combine over 275 pounds. Just the facts. Not the process. Why would you go somewhere else? Everything that I've done, we wild. done is 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 undisputable. Stall him out, Debo. So, so so the thing is, when you talking about what started this whole change in the process of an athlete being professional, who didn't want to see Rashawn say, "See, oh, he's gonna be a bust." That's what a lot of the media wanted to say. Why? Because we didn't go to the draft where he get thirty seconds to shake Goodell's hand in Nashville where we said it our own thing and did it in Michigan. We got a hundred million people in five minutes to himself with his step and repeat, which people don't know that may mean that's his logo that was seen across the world. Yeah. That Michigan. Yeah. Remember that yeah. Remember, you remember the communication you sent me the copycat. Right. 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 <laughs> so at the end of the day, there's so many other things that we've done in this space, but the point I'm making is, is that it's as great as his talent is and was, and where it wasn't developed because people don't know Rashawn could have been playing for Michigan this year. That's why Harbaugh is really about to be out. Repeat that one more time. Because he had a bunch of guys that were still there. Repeat that one more time, Rashad. Rashad could have been playing for Michigan this year instead of playing for a Super Bowl, possibly, and going into his second contract soon and be a fourth-year vet next year and what, at 24 what, what, what years old. Does that usually happen when guys just stay too long? Michigan, Alabama, and, and um, Clemson. And if you want to really talk about it, break it down, Alabama, they won championships. Look at Alabama's track record for pro guys and how long these guys last in their bodies. Look, Let's look at it. Look at how many things they get in trouble with off the field. While, again, we still talking about Alabama and, and powers that be. That's why I said when they did this whole thing about committee and picking what, what's what to basically fund as an indentured servants in places like Georgia and Alabama, because they knew at the end of the day that's what they really wanted. They wanted to get that money 
back into those communities. That's why Michigan ended up where they were. And I'm glad you said that because when it comes to players opting out, we always hear, how do you abandon, abandon your teammates? And I always tell folks, you clearly ain't never been on a football team at this level because ain't we no don't team mad that you opting out. <laughs> Please go. I wish I could. <laughs> that's I what we never, say. Here, like, yeah, I've never met out. a teammate that said, that's some, that's some bullshit he opting out. What? That's no, the indoctrination. Look at you remember, like you crazy. Hawk, remember, team, the word team. Yeah, team. People exactly. never, people never, but people never been on a team. Yep. Talking about team, you ain't never been on a team. You never been a captain of a team. You never basically had to basically lead a team. So again, even when a guy like Kirk Hershey's talking, Kirk Herb, you're not qualified to speak about what these players need to do. You were never that good, Gregor McElroy. Neither were you, Danny Cannell. Neither were you. You were there for a reason. You should be gratitude that you, with your mediocre careers, to be speaking about these guys. They're the first rounders. Like I said in one of my posts, I said, Kirk Hershey, you're going to sit there and bash these players for leaving and be the same one getting paid to talk about how Kayvon Thibodeau, how great he is as a top three pick in the NFL draft mm-hmm. for skipping the bowl game. He's going to mm-hmm. be on TV next week. Guess who skipped the bowl game? Skipped the season. You paid James Franklin $85 million to be mediocre or Michael Parsons skipped the whole damn thing. That's what I was about to say. You know the NFL, right? Or NCAA ain't going to want to see the end-of-the-year wars because you got two opt-out rookies about to win offensive and defensive rookie. Well, who going to talk about it but you and me? I did when I went to the draft and said it. I, and you I can tweet, do it. I, you know, I tweeted about it. And, yeah, uh, they, they, they ain't going to say it. Mm-mm. I'm going to say it again. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm it again. Say it again. I'm going to point it all out. But again, but guess what? This is where they get caught up. They think because I don't, they don't say it, it matters. Bro, I'm directly <laughs> communicating with the players. I'm directly communicating with the players. So when Kayvon Thibodeau decided to skip the bowl game, Oh, you think he don't know what's going on? You think he ain't seen the history? You know who else skipped the bowl game? Rashawn Gary. You know what a decoy is right now? Yeah. Back to UMass. Mm-hmm. I thought what, you was a great coach. Oh, up, you a great Zarr? coach and great players are there. What up, Zar? What up, man? What's oh, going on? Bro? no. <laughs> bro, you outside. You got your mask on. I'm proud of you. Hey, I'm on set, baby. I, I appreciate that, Mr. Gary. I, I got to follow protocol, bro. You call me Mr. Gary, man. You got to bump your head. Gary. You got a concussion. I'm, I'm, I mean, my bad. I did. The screen, my bad. But... Nah, I, Happy I, New Year's, y'all. Right, Happy, Happy New Year. Nah, I ain't gonna hey. stay on long. We're shooting a little spot for the PGA tour. Yes, and I'm to you, bro. You so, Urban uh, over there with you? Urban Meyer with you? Nah. <laughs> you sure, Tim. They available. Nah, we got Roy McElroy, man. So we we just chilling, man. So so no no Tim and no no Urban. They wasn't available. No, they no they not working right now. No, no tight end. No coaching job. Okay, I was checking. So that means you were wrong, Zar. So you go ahead and publicly apologize to me. I'm waiting. I, I, apologize. I apologize. For what? No, that's see, that's what we gotta teach you how to apologize. Oh, that's how you Real know he have substance you know, to it. He, that's how you know the people is really on his neck right now about doing some work. He being humble. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I got to go, man. I got to peace, man. Salute. Appreciate <laughs> you dropping in, bro. Yeah, hey, <laughs> man. Myron, Myron made a great point. Then you got a guy like Jalen Smith fighting to survive in the league. Because he played in a bowl game for Notre Dame, which he should have sat his little stuff down. He too. lost millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You cannot get back. Now, and all these players lose millions of dollars. You can't get it back. And sports is short-lived. You got to make business decisions the entire time. Again, no one is screaming. Like I said, he talked about the players, Kurt Hershey, and then talk about he got to do an interview with Lincoln Riley, who just left these guys the other day. It's like the hypocrisy in all of this is absolutely insane. But that's why I said – just like I said, A.B., I don't care about Kirk Herbstreit. I don't care about Greg McElroy. The only problem I have with this is that 
these people are given platforms to people who don't understand to bully and influence the un, under uneducated, the future athlete. Mm-hmm. So when I say what I say to guys, oh, they, they wonder why they're keeping ball games. I tell the world, point to me, be mad at me. What is it going to do for you? Nothing. I'm the one that told them to skip bowl games way back when, when Christian McCaffrey skipped it, when Leonard Fournette skipped it. Y'all think, again, it's so much stuff, Hawk, that I've shared with you. Probably remember, I told you Baker Mayfield was going to be first pick. I said Lamar Jackson was going to be where he was. Nobody was listening to me. So that's fine. How do you think Lamar Jackson all of a sudden had the bright idea not to get an agent? Who hmm. else was doing that? I don't apologize and I don't sugarcoat it. The thing is this, when it comes to platforms in this country, why I don't have a verification where everybody else I represent do and their decisions that make come through our company is because the bottom line is that the fact is there are millions of dollars that's being going in different directions towards the players and the players not understanding that. So now if you really want to keep these guys in, it's even happening right now. They're arguing on the, on a, on the SEC or the, or the College Football Network channel on Sirius about expanding the playoffs. It's not about expanding the playoff because they want to win and see a better playoff game. They want to keep the dudes that worth millions from leaving and then indoctrinate yes. their mind and say, hey, we need you to play for a championship. That's the point. I guess what's going to happen. When they do that, I'm going to still have players leave it and go into the bowl game. And then the coach going to get blasted and he's going to leave like Brian Kelly in the middle of the night. Hey, you Trust bring up a facts. great point. You bring up a great <laughs> point. Somebody asked me, said, Ball Hawk, when players going to start sitting doing uh, that game? Regular games? Soon. That's one of the college football, like college football playoffs. And me thinking, just like you said, I'm regular like, season games. I'm like regular season games. They ain't gonna they ain't gonna sell no championship. But now I think about it, it's like if you're a first round, it's like you got to hey. What is the job of but what is what is what is training for? If you train for something, you train to acquire or get something. Acquire, yeah. And in college, you go to a job, you go to get a job. If the job you, you seek is now there for you, no matter if it's sports, if it's anything else, you now can get that job. You did it because that's what you did. The yeah. problem was to get the education, to get the development, to get the training needed to go do that. Once you do that, you do it. If you don't, what you're actually saying is that these people, these human beings, majority African-American are animals, mm. indentured servants that need to be herded and do what's best for someone else so they can do it. This whole NCAA thing about new playoff is about keeping the money from the actual advertisers and losing it because no one wants to see what's going on if the guys are going to play in league on a beautiful run through the park on a pleasant day you can easily get lost no 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 she didn't kill him huh in your true crime podcast it was the pool guy so obvious whatever motivates you works for us it's all about letting your run be your run and brooks is here for every runner doing the research and sweating the details to create gear that works for you it's your run brooks run happy and what ends up happening when it comes to nil and again this happened in 2016 when the players wasn't doing something that had nothing to do with football and the kid was being bullied with racism in Iowa, the, the, the feces on the wall. And then the Ooh. football team became aware. Yeah. And they said that, hey, we're not going to play. They tried to get the coach to say, tell these players to play. He couldn't. The players said, you know what? No, this is not right. And by the way, if this president don't leave this school by Saturday, we coming. That president was in that school for 30 years. Again, the worldwide leader didn't cover it like that. This has already been done. The players already skipped the game. And they didn't basically skip it because what happened was the 30-year president resigned because what was going to happen is that these players had enough about what's been going against, not even themselves, but people in general. So when I say about the pay to players, no pay, no play, it's only a matter of time. 
And I'm the one, mm -hmm. I'm pushing it, and I don't care what fan or who, what institution don't like it. Because at the end of the day, the bottom line is, without them, there is no you. Mm -hmm. But with you, you allowed Jerry Sandusky to be who he was. You allowed mm -hmm. Dr. Larry Nassar for 20 plus years. You allowed Richard Dean in Michigan to do what he get to these athletes. You allowed Jim Jordan at Ohio State. If no one else is going to do it, I'm going to do it. And the bottom line is, thing is, I don't need, like I said, to be the huge platform. All I need is to know the players know who got their best interest in mind. And I have a way through digital data and platforms to connect to them. And people don't even see us coming. They have never saw heard, Rashawn Gary coming. Have you heard anything about that old Miss QB? He had like a sprained ankle, I think they said. But again, perfect example. He should not play that game. And being in the SEC and all the people in his ear, again, as an uneducated, uninformed, underrepresented athlete. Oh, he did it for his team. He loves his guys. I, I heard that spiel about, oh, he's establishing relationships. Yeah. And we wearing damn helmets. Ain't nobody relationship during the game. I'm calling the plays. You catching the ball. We talk later. What are they talking about? It's they'll the come up thing. with anything. Yeah, they'll come up. But I'm saying is I don't got to be on the field to establish a relationship. <laughs> but I, but I, but I'm on this field. I can lose millions that you're not going to give me back. <laughs> I'm just advertising. You're not going to do it. So what they basically telling you is that as an athlete, you're stupid. And then when an athlete does something a certain way, it's, oh, you just wasn't good enough. And like, not tell athletes, man, don't pay attention to none of that stuff. That's a bunch of BS. The reality is just like that coach that basically from Missouri, had to side with his team because guess what? If you went against him, he's mm -hmm. he's done anyway. Done. He's done. He's done. And so there's a again, people need to understand without the athlete, don't just look at it short-sighted on a micro, look at a macro level. What is ASPN a ABC on ESPN on a weekend during Christmas without basketball players? Or oh, guys like LeBron. What is what is college football on Saturdays without the tirade players coming? What is what is the NFL on Sundays without these players? It's nothing. So it goes from there, from the team, to the advertising, to the coaching salary, to the ref salary, to the revenue, to the sponsorships, to the, the vendors, to the seats, to the security, and they ain't going on and on and on, to the generation of the revenue in the actual economy, Alabama and Georgia, two games, <laughs> with their committee in southern states. Why mm. are they telling these players to go out there and get myocarditis for nothing, for that, red, that hat and that t-shirt, they get a ring. At the same time, how did they end up winning? How is Georgia winning right now? Look at their roster. You can't even find half of these players in the SEC ages. It's for a reason. <sighs> it's not by accident. All you got to do is look at their, look at their birth certificates. Again, what you been on a team with a JV beat the varsity yet? Have you ever? <laughs> Have you ever seen a varsity team lose a JV team? Nope. And you never will. Because it's simply when it comes to sports, you know, it's not going to happen. So when you got Georgia or Alabama – is it, oh, these guys are here, these guys are there, and that's great, and they win, and it's keep going on and on and on. It, it's just it's just funny to me because if you're really breaking it down and look at macro, what is college for? If you're an athlete, a lot of us go to school and say we want to go to the NFL. We go to this college, the coach tells us in the recruiting trip, you're going to develop us, you're going to give us opportunity, we're going to be put in situations to succeed to get to the next level. Only to find out when we get there, we're not ready, we don't know what we're doing, get there injured because you lied about our injuries in college. So when Antonio Brown was talking about what happened and, and with him, man, that happens every day in the college athletics. Yeah. Juco yeah. is the yeah. biggest slum source ever. There are ever. people out there that are getting Pell grants that literally these coaches are still cashing while the players yeah, at another school yeah, having a social there. security number. And he ain't even signed for it. Yeah. Hey, Myron got a question for you. He <laughs> says, uh, 
He says, uh, um, Robert, how does the number one recruit going to JSU actually change anything in your opinion? Nothing. If he, if Dion could put him in a situation where he could actually elevate his talents, and again, he has to know, the player has to know what the actual needs he has to get to that next level. If they have a cornerback coach, if he has whatever, because the bottom line is you learn to play the game in the position that you're playing and get talent behind that. If you say, oh, he didn't play against anybody, again, that's a cop-out. I hate when people say that stuff. I hate that. Because you ain't really nobody until you end up playing with a bunch of somebodies. <laughs> so the reality is that's why all these college players end up, well, you know, when you, you're from a big school, oh, that's great. You get to the pros, you, you, you all right. Because it, it's, it's irrelevant. If you come, you're that good, you at, you at North Dakota State, Trey Lance, or you at Jackson State, you're that good, you're going to be fine at that next level. Yeah. What it changes that that he went there, though, and thinking Dion going to be there for four years. Dion is that to basically prove a point. Like I'm proving that it's about the players. And when the play, when he did what he did, Florida changed the NIL law overnight in Congress because he supposedly on paper got a million dollars in bars through sports. When I say pay the players, no pay, no play. <laughs> so that's directly from that situation from there. So you can either give it to me over there or I take it over there as he should because he may yeah. never pan out to be may never pan a pro out. athlete. Yeah. But if he basically elevated his leverage himself as a business professional, young one at that, to get a million dollars based off his body of work, get it now because football is not promised forever. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. So every player, Gwen Ewers, who they said made all this money, but came to Ohio State and that left, went back to Texas. You think Texas didn't pay him to come back to that state? You crazy. It ain't necessarily about him, though, but his has cachet as the other, the, the sixth overall 1,000 ranked player like Rashawn Gary, like I said, I put that back in there because I, I, I do because I, I got to point that out because if Rashawn Gary signed with us and he was my client since before college, that means he didn't choose Alabama. He didn't choose Clemson. He, again, we were there. We were a part of that process. He didn't choose Rock Nation. He didn't choose CAA. He didn't choose Rosenhaus Sports. He didn't choose athletes first. We were still there. So when I say about the body of work and pay attention, get the S to the test, it's like, Look at his character, his development, his professional, his situation. When people say he's a bust, why? Because he didn't produce at Michigan because they didn't want him to leave school. Because they purposely mm-hmm. put him in situations not to succeed so he could be there. Everybody's screaming Aiden Hutchinson right now. Remember, Aiden Hutchinson backed up Rashawn Gary for the two years that he was there. He backed uh-huh. up Quiddy Pay. He backed up uh, Josh Uche. He backed up Chase Winovich. You could be number one overall pick. Don't mean you better than the dudes that came before you. It's, it's just your time is here. They so the reality that, is they got, they, they got that money out of you. So that's my thing. Would you rather be going on your fourth year as an NFL player about to get a second contract, which is extremely hard to get? Yeah. Possibly win a Super Bowl and, and I a career that's beat up. My education because they got programs to where I still say that, say that again. Say that, say that again, Hawk. Because a lot of people out there talking about quitting your team. I can still go back and get my education because they got programs. So you 99.999, 109.999. You can get educated. Now, guess what? What the hell I need to get educated for if I'm 99 and I'm on my deathbed? What the hell I need to get educated for if I basically give up $3 million to get a job making seventeen fifty, know how to basically work the kiosk at Best Buy? <laughs> I got Keep my that degree, damn bro. education. It's education is get the money and then you go learn what you need to do with that money from there. It don't, yep. you, you can't pass up that opportunity. It's business. It's, business. it's all. And the fact that people don't want to recognize and let you know how much of I don't want to call it racism. I call it classism or I call it from a standpoint of when you don't want to recognize the value of somebody, it's easy to try to point out all the things you say they're not doing. 
-hmm. When I said before, without these athletes, there would be no gambling industry while they're getting shot up with these, these tortoise shots. You don't care about that. When they break this, uh, when they get hurt, you're all oh, next man up. You yep. can't talk next about, you care about mental health. You yep. can't talk about mental health and say you care about the team when you say the team and then they get, get hit, hurt, then it's next man up. That's psychologically damaging to you. That creates mental health and depression. And it's born as every day of the week. Thank you can't you, do that. It don't work together. Facts. No Facts. team. Coach the team didn't make a decision. The coaches did. The GMs did. So psychologically, again, players, and that's who I'm talking to. I ain't talking to the fans. I'm not even talking to the industry. I'm talking for the players to understand the business that you seek to be in and what comes with it. It's not pretty. It's not fair. It's business. You have responsibilities. They have responsibilities. Mm -hmm. If you do what you're supposed to do, you'll be good. If you don't, you won't. For every one of them people that told you as a kid, no matter what you do, you're going to be all right because you're talented, they set you up for failure. Mm -hmm. That's the point. That's why I'm so adamant about, like I said, that guy we spoke about before. Because his, his behavior is not becoming of what a professional athlete should look like, regardless of the circumstance. Mm-hmm. It's just not. And you get paid that much money. You want to be respected. You want to be treated appropriately. And you need to act that way. Yeah. It's hard you to be heard that when way. you act like that. It is hard. It, no. it, it is. It's difficult to be heard when you act like that. Difficult but should you be heard when you act like that? Huh? But should you be heard? That's my point. You making a decision. As a, I'm talking about a professional. Yeah. If you get to that point, yeah. you make that decision. And then you say what you say, and then all of a sudden you don't like you getting memed, and now you're gonna make it the other way. Now you're the sympathetic. It's a sad state of affairs, but we're not gonna jump right to oh yeah, something's wrong with him. Ever since Perfect hit him, that man was acting the way he was acting way before Perfect. You just didn't know it. He just got in a situation where now he's gonna make money, and he wanted, it. and he was working with a guy that I talked about before, the scum of the earth when it comes to representation. Yeah, you are who you surround he, yourself with, and he was the first age I ever seen fire the player. <laughs> right, because because end of the day, it's like now nah, you really making everybody aware how bad I am. How AJ like, gonna fire me? I'm not representing you no more. What? Because he told, because he telling on the insides was what. When again, we talk about that contract, bro. You signed something that was paper money, like Monopoly, mm-hmm. and you thought your actions, your behavior can keep doing it. And then when a professional organization call you out for what you get is 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 conduct detrimental. Again, learn that phrase, athletes, conduct detrimental. Conduct detrimental. So at the end of the day, what's on that paper, guaranteed or not, that can be wiped away like that. Like and that. those people that's telling you otherwise, oh, yeah, and they got to pay their loan for you too. So your yeah. conduct detrimental, their invoice is still coming. Learn that phrase, invoice. Invoice. Because the bottom line is like, they ain't nobody's doing nothing for nothing. So when these people tell your kid is seven years old, he's an all-star, and this kid is never going to really pan out in athletics, and you spend basically two checks to get him out there to make him feel like this is how it's going to work out for him. I'm not, I'm not against having players feel good about what they say, but I'm saying taking kid across the country to basically set him up for failure on, in a sport with people that are literally only using him right from the get-go is a recipe for disaster. That carries itself all the way through their whole life. Yeah. They don't know where they're coming or going, and, and we should be better than that. We, 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 like I said, you're educated, you're transitioning. That's why I can't be more proud of you. Everybody, but he built this. No one gave this to him. Not the Kansas City Chiefs. Not his agent. Not the not UVA. Not 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 uh, uh, Georgia. Not not uh, uh, John Elway in the crush. Him. Mm-hmm. Put some respect in the ball hawk show, the brand, things of that nature, the everyday work, the grind, the things that going. That's how what that's what success looks like. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep it real. I'm in a hundred and ten thousand dollar car right now that I paid in Buffalo. I didn't get paid to play football. Talk that talk. I played nine years. Talk I live better talk. than most NFL players. 
because of my knowledge and education. It's not because of the clients that I represent. I created a curriculum. Mm. I created a service. I created an opportunity. I created brand, my own brand, their brands, tons of brands. I created an infrastructure, a business that is basically sustainable based on the work that I put in. So if the wind blows this way or a kid get hurt tomorrow, I'm still here. And so is he. And that's what being a professional is. And if it don't work out, I'm not about to go tell everybody, you know what? They didn't want to see me succeed in this. Mm-hmm. They didn't give me an opportunity in this space. They said, Rich Paul, who ain't qualified to be what I is, but he's LeBron friend. Oh, woe was me. Now I'm not going to be an agent. I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. And so when I said again, when you got talent and you can make it to a pro athlete professional level, you can make it in anything. And I say pro, I ain't say NFL. I said pro. Because Hawk did exactly what we did that I did yep. do the same thing they doing in the NFL. But we had to find a job. We had to find a way after the fact. We didn't have no medical insurance. We're talking about headaches, tackling fullbacks 300 pounds in the arena. Try that for a living. Then we talk about some mental health situations. Yeah. <laughs> Every, every, every on wall. inside we the ball. Out of bounds. We got a wall. Listen, that's the point. Goal line. Inside the five-yard line. Play is the same. Middle man high. Middle high. Come down. Crack on the jack. Fullback mm-hmm. toss. DS come up. 3,000 pounds of crashes. Boom. 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 My eight times a game. Mm. On ice on top of that. Oh, I ain't I... never got a check from the arena. It ain't nothing. So I'm like. That's that's a car wreck. So ain't nobody in the NFL going through nothing like that for no career. Eight, nine years. Nobody. It's dangerous for all of us, as you know. God yeah. forbid get caught in the pile. Because, again, they ain't got to go that fast. And arena linemen are really athletic, too. So it's like everybody over at least 270. Everybody can move. Everybody 270. They you 200 pounds DB. It's a freaking freight train. Ain't nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. And they, and they set it up like that. And that's how they sold the tickets. And that's what they love. Yeah. Like, so the reality is, this is not like all of a sudden you in the NFL and, oh, I ain't playing NFL. We don't know. Pro sports is the same. You got to train. You got to work. You got to do things. There's documents. You got to understand. You got to read. You get hurt. You got to understand workers' comp. You got to understand all these different things. Yes, sir. That's business. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what I'm, that's the only thing I've been trying to say forever. With the industry being what it is, is business. I don't take it personal. So when a player skips and leaves the school, you can be mad as you want. It was a business decision. It wasn't personal. A business decision. That's why he came to the school. That's the point. Everybody and you know that. So that, that's it. College or as a business decision. Why do you think people go right. to college? So who? So again, why are you mad at African Americans for dominantly for making business decisions? That's where the. That's why I said that has to be pointed out because that's mm-hmm. too easily to be mired in the word team. He quit on his team and his brothers. Brothers, yeah. you ain't my brother. What I care what you think? I quit on you. Quit on your team. I don't know. I did you quit. You quit exactly. I'm still and then turn around ball. and go and then go place a bet on the guys that still playing on that team when they do. And let That's that same guy, let that same guy you say quit on your team, go to your favorite sport, your right. favorite professional team. Now, now, you but but, but you say it, but you still go gamble though. After you say he quit, you go gamble on that same team with the rest of those guys <laughs> to make money for you. Yeah, he quit on his team. Once you go bet, because he quit, them. you should have quit too. Don't gamble, yeah. don't bet, don't yeah, watch it. Go, go bet on them now. So that's why I said all of that talk about what they're going to do. And like I said, this is a real topic we got to get back on sooner and later. Because yeah. like I always I like, to, I like to say things before it happens so you know. Yeah. Right now, there's a real NCAA, Mark Emmert, scared to death, push the powers to be the conferences. I audience, go to Netflix and look up National Champions. It's a movie um, yeah, with the guy yeah, he's play for. It's my whole body of work, life's work. You will hear some things that I say, and you will see it in the movie. That's why I'm laughing, because they ain't give me no royalties. Point I'm making is, is that these people are really trying to find ways to keep the indentured servant 
through terms like team Shake championship to not go and do what's best for them. When you have guys like Jamar Chase, Trey Lance, uh, um, Michael Parsons. When I said when I was going to the draft last year, I did a video and I pinned it before. I said the players will be paid royally today. Point is, when I said you are seeking employment from an employer, your job as the actual employee is to figure out what it is that they want and provide that actual skill set to provide that actual um, ability to provide it. And so when everybody talking about, oh, these guys skipped the boat, what's going to happen? Jamar Chase was drafted ahead of Jalen Waddle. Now, is Jalen Waddle great? Absolutely. Guess what? He broke his ankle in Alabama. Who got paid more? Can't make that up. Jamar Chase. <laughs> Jamar you can't Chase. get that back. So you made a business decision. Jamar Chase made one too. He got paid more. Yeah. Devontae Smith got the Heisman. Who got drafted higher? Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase got paid more. The NFL, it, again, that's where they all seek to be at. The employer, the company said, we value you invested in your body. Not your t-shirt, not your, your, your ring, not your team in that. But who else did that? Oh, Trey Lance. He played where? Did he play at one of the SEC powers? Did he play in the season and go to – no, oh, he, he opted out at a 1AA school called North Dakota State. Mm. It got drafted before Mac Jones, 12 picks. Mm. So if you know the business of sport, Mac Jones, 12 picks later, Trey Lance is looking at $34 million guaranteed, even if he's standing behind Garoppolo, could get anything blown out. Like I said, Jalen Smith, you mentioned earlier. Or he could be Mac Jones and let people try to make it seem like you're great, but they turn it into a go into a game and let you throw the ball three times because you're that great. Because you're that Cause great. Because you're that great. Throw the ball three times. So the reality is how people try to narrate and make it up. Business is business. Mm-hmm. And the players that made business decisions, like Rashawn Gary, Christian McCaffrey, isn't he hurt right now? Yeah, he is. Yeah. And again, why would then guess who else skipped the bowl game? Leonard Fournette. And then what did Leonard Fournette do? He got to the league, then he started doing things like Antonio Brown. Now, guess who else is playing on the Bucks for no money? <laughs> kind of makes it like you think about it again. How did how did Tampa Bay become Tampa Bay with Tom Brady? Mike Evans. Dominican Sue, JPP, hmm. all these dudes that didn't do things professionally the right way ended up there playing on these low-level contracts so they can win. That's the business. That's the equivalent of being in the SEC hey, but the, but the when they're with the oldest took, team. The narrative, they took less money to win. They couldn't get they the, the They couldn't get the jobs anywhere else. They had less money to win. They couldn't. Nobody else was hiring them. That's the whole point. That's That's the facts. A lot of these guys would be out the league right now if it wasn't for the Bucks decided to do what they do. And the league wanted, okay, let Tom Brady go from there and see what happens. But the thing is, business is business. For people who don't know, the NFL teams are four, rosters of like 47. You got the practice squad guys now. Only top seven guys really make real money on the NFL roster. Mm-hmm. Only seven. And most of that goes to the quarterback. Most of it goes So to the reality is when they draft every year, you can't afford to be sitting there talking about I'm going to play for college or nothing knowing that you you got to get to the league and hope to be one of those top seven, Jamar Chase, Michael Parsons, because anything can happen and you won't get paid. It'll, 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 it'll go by quick. So the reality is, how is Michael Parsons being how great he is and opted out and you giving James Franklin 85 million guaranteed for what? Mm-hmm. Lost five in a row last year. Then finished the way he finished this year. You know why they're paying him 85 million? To indoctrinate those actual kids who don't know any better. Mm. That's it. Ain't paying for their coaching. Ain't paying for their championships. Again, really, at BCS, how many teams have the SEC has been in the whole time? This is what a sham looks like. 
Oh, we're going to go. It's the start of the new season. Everybody going to try to win a championship, win our conference bowl game. Who are the same four teams coming from where every year, basically? A southern team, a, blue, a red state city. Off the backs of many, the majority of African-Americans. Stay they there. You get the answer to the test. That's it. Stay there. Now, yeah. Now, Dabo over there. Oh, oh no. I'm going to have to leave now because it's, yeah, because you lie. And then now these guys leave because your lies and they transfer. And now you don't want to give them pizza and soda pop. Remember, and they, they, got else. they got mad at Bosa at Ohio State, too. Yeah, but again, remember, I'm the main one that said he needed to leave because yeah, he wouldn't have been the number really, two overall pick. He left and if he got hurt started, again, he'd have been done. Yeah, he left them and started rehabbing. Hey, I'm Why a Why shouldn't he? Yeah, exactly. And people were talking, Why shouldn't he? talking bad about him, but you don't hear about that. No, because again, and again, you talk about the narratives all the time. I'm past the narratives now. I'm also focused on what it is we got to do. That's why I was so adamant about when I said about AB. Again, I know about this man as a man way back when. So again, I got inside information. I don't even. I'm not speculating. I'm not going to put it out there. You knew him when he was young. That's my point. So the reality is, reality is when you you and I'm trying to create, establish what we're doing, like guys like RG and things like that. The next group of athletes got to understand. You can't expect to get eight nine figures checks. With the third grade mentality, mm-hmm. how you conduct yourself. It's just not right. It, is not, it doesn't work. It shouldn't work. By that. It, not, it, it doesn't matter if you're black and white. It's about right or wrong. You should not be paid to be an idiot. That's it. Yes. No matter what the profession is, no matter what the color you are, at the end of the day, because no one is actually going to take you serious. I like to think on this conversation we had today that, again, you know, my mantra educate, empower, protect. I hope someone listened because what I'm saying, I already know. Mm-hmm. I don't need to say it again. I don't care. Again, who else I need to notice is our clients. Yes. Not necessarily through the platform, but at the same time, if people are listening, it might help save somebody's situation. They might say, I don't like that guy. So I'll let your audience know. I don't care who likes me. I never, ever cared about that. I don't do anything for likes and followers. That's the whole point. If you're doing things for likes and followers, it's not sustainable. Because you'll find yourself doing cartwheels. Like I said, you do what you do, jump up and down. Oh, no, they make they mean to me. Call me crazy. Oh, let me. Boo-hoo, here's my text message. Yeah. That's the point. Like you you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't basically be one way one day and then this crowd says, nah, we don't like that. So now do something different. Because at the end of the day, it's like it's too easy to see through. And that's why I say I really appreciate you how you conduct yourself on your platforms, just being real about it, what it is. But the longer you get into this, the more you elevate yourself. You know what you say on the ball show, you can't necessarily speak about on other platforms. It's just Yep. You just can't do it. Can't do it. Yeah. I, that's why I created my own platform where I can say what I want to say when I want to say it, how I want to say it. Because I can't I can't be silenced in a situation in the industry or a lane that I created for myself. Yes. And yeah. any athlete that's the sound of my voice needs to know that a coach is there to use you to get them where they need to go for them and their family. Yeah. You better learn what you want to do. And what's the best way, the most professional way, sustainable way to do that for yours? Yep. If you let them direct you, you will not end up where you want to be in any level. Three, yeah, yeah. two, one. Because that's not what it's about. 700 schools in college sports for all the fans and harassing athletes. 650 of those coaches are lying to a kid in their living room through all this recruiting process. Hope to win right then and there. This is like the kid that came to Jackson State with Dion. So at the end of the day, that coach can get a job somewhere else and leave that kid where he stands. But even better now with the transfer rule, no, I'm going to come down here, help the coach win. He transfers. I'm going to transfer to where he go. Guess what? Coach ain't cut you a check for that. 
help you win. <laughs> to get a yeah. bigger check. Right. I'm the reason why you going to the next job. I turned mm-hmm. it back. I'm doing it because of the team and the love. Nah, I'm doing it for the bread like you did it for the bread. You got me here so you can leave me. Facts. You brought me down here to these 650 other schools so you can not call me and send a text message and then go to another city and fake an accent, Brian Kelly. That's what you did. Mm-hmm. And no, not be held accountable. Get paid $95 million for it. But who is the reason for the $95 million? The Notre Dame kids and the kids at LSU. What did he do? Win a championship? Yeah. What did he do? Nothing. He lived his head in Cincinnati. These dudes are beyond rich. Generational wealth over generational wealth. All those kids he coached in Cincinnati, go back and find out where they are now. Do a 30 for 30 ESPN. Where are they now? <laughs> do a 30 for 30. <laughs> what six or seven figure job? Yeah, do a 30 for 30. Where's six or seven figure job they got from Cincinnati when you left them to get the job in Notre Dame off their backs and their work? Mm-hmm. Do it. They can't. They won't. What's That's why you, I said there's man? no more apologies about what we need to do in this situation. Do what's best for you. Invest in yourself, not the industry. Well, I appreciate you joining us, man. That's my Absolutely, man, Robert man. T. Green, right there, man. Always dropping a lot of jewels <laughs> when he joins the show. And um, damn. Happy New Year, people. You just dropped the mic. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, man. Hopefully, you say you got a, got power issues and stuff. Yeah, man, we ain't got power. I know you over the 757. We still four days over. It left me for dead. It might be. It's my first. I'm, I'm, I'm right close to the UVA canvas. They, oh, yeah, they well, they, they might they might know I live here and decide to leave me for dead. But see, I got man. I got battery. Get, I'm good. Yeah, hopefully you get your, your power back, bro. But I definitely take appreciate you taking time out, man, to jump on the show and, and educating the, the listeners, man. They definitely appreciate it. Absolutely, you. man. I appreciate you, man. Be safe. Happy holidays. To- no, not right, holidays. Dude. Happy New Year. Yes, Have sir. Happy New Year. Yes, Later. sir. My guy. Peace. My man, Robert T. Green, man. When he come in the building, I just shut the hell up and listen. For real. Uh, but to wrap up this show, everybody has their own views on Antonio Brown and his actions and who's right, who they're going to listen to, who they side with. At the end of the day, um, like like Rob was saying, let's not lose sight at the actions in which coaches and that organization and the platform, which is known as the NFL and college sports does as well, how they use that word team as a weapon. Now, the, the professional, the player, you make the decision to play. I've been in, I've been in, I've been in that seat. I've been in that seat. You feel me? But no, nah, Myron, you ain't gotta do that. Myron say he'll 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 take the L. You ain't gotta do that, bro. Um, that just goes to show though, Myron, that when DJ Hollywood said everybody always agreed with me, you came out front and center was like, hell no, nah, I ain't buying it. So he need to clip this and put this on his wall. But at the end of the day, man, I've been a player that has allowed the word team to pressure me into playing for the love you know people say play for the love of the game play for the love of the game it's not about the love it's about your goal right and you you should never lose sight of your goal you're not less of a person if you stick to your guns and you say i'm not healthy enough to play you're not letting anybody down because that's what we've been conditioned to think you letting somebody down if you can't play if you can't play you can't play that's why they got more players you got backups and you shouldn't be called soft, a sucker, or oh, you don't want to play hurt. Your body is your business. 
Literally. Not just figuratively. Literally. It's your business. That's how you earn your money. Because they deep dive into, oh, look how you perform this amount of games. They don't say you play hurt. Like Baker Mayfield's going through it right now for Cleveland. Had that had that shoulder injury since week three. He been looking like trash can juice. You think they're going to say in 2020, 2021 season, Baker Mayfield played? No. What? Hold on. It's 2020. What is it, 2022? What year is this right now? I just forgot that quick. What year are we in? 2022, yeah, I thought so. Oh, yeah. So 2021, 2022. You think they're going to say Baker Mayfield just he had a shoulder injury? Hell no. They're going to say he was trash. Just like last year with, with, with Cam Newton. In New England. Anybody talking about how they had the most opt-out players and their roster was by pro standards, trash can juice? Hell no. They're just going to say Cam was trash. Hello? It's only a select few quarterbacks that even tell you if the defense was good. They give him this win-loss record, but I bet you if I say Rex Grossman won 13 games, you know you're going to say Chicago defense won them games, and I agree with you. But we don't do that for every quarterback, right? My point is, people are going to have a narrative for you. They ain't going to tell the truth. They ain't always going to tell the truth. Me? I'm going to tell the truth. What A.B. did to lead the field, not good. What A.B. has done off the field with the Raiders. Not good. What he did to my man Mike Tomlin from the 757. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. You the GOAT because you dealt with that for a long time. Huh. <laughs> Play with it. <laughs> you deserve an award. So, yes, A.B. has a checkered pass. Yes, A.B. may or may not have mental health issues. I think he does. And I'm not trying to use that as a cop out. You got to seek the help and apply the help and make sure you getting, you know, stuff under wraps. But we can't lose sight in the fact that a head coach lied. The organization knew about it. Lied. Your goat quarterback did the right thing by saying, my name ain't been and I ain't in it. But if we're going to look at AB's track record, and this, I'm, I'm wrapping this up quick. Pause. If we're going to look at AB's track records, which we should, right? You look at people's track records. We got to look at the NFL's track record. Got to look at the organization's track record. We pulling all the curtains back. Because this goes on not just in Tampa and with Bruce Arian. This goes on everywhere. In college, everywhere. See, it's undertones in this stuff. Because you fans will say, if a player opt out, they turning their backs on their brothers. They quitting. Think about why you saying that. Think about why you saying that. Think about why you saying a player is quitting on his team. Because Rob said it, and I don't even think he realized he dropped a bar. He dropped a bar. He said, 
you go to college for a job. And if you're in college and you could get said job, most people are going to drop out, right? If you're going to, if you're going to college and you're ahead of the curve and this job see that you're ahead of the curve and the job say, you know what? That's the exception to the rule. You don't need no damn degree. Would you stay and say, no, I need to continue to get my education? Hell no. You're going to go get that job because that's why you went to college. So think about this. If an athlete's going to college for the sole purpose to get that job on a professional level in whatever sport that they play, male or female, and there is documentation, a referral, because that's what these draft grades and stuff is. It's a referral. The referral says, yeah, you're going to get the job. Guaranteed, you getting the job. Whether it's first round, second round, third round, you got the job. You going to, you, you really going to put that two week notice in or you going to be like, yo, I got to go. Or, or you going to finish out your contract year at this job for what? Think about like, shouldn't we applaud an athlete? They're, they're like, oh, I've reached my dream. I've, I've reached my dream. I've gotten the referral that I always dreamed about. NFL, the shield says, scouts, player ABC, we have you listed top 10 player, top 30 player. You made it. Uh, This little internship, I got to go. But you're talking about team. I came to college to get there. They came to college to get there. But we talking about team? Okay, I was about to wrap this up, but I'm going to let Darian speak because I know he's waiting patiently. Go what ahead. I got like five minutes. Go ahead and, and, and speak your piece. I'm going to let you close the show. Oh, no, nah, man. You know. I'm going to get on spaces, though, too. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I'm just uh, – I, I don't have my cup of uh, – I told y'all so, but <laughs> – you know, I'm not the type that's petty or nothing like that. You know what I mean? You know, I try to tell y'all, you know, don't be rushing what, you know, these adjustments are AB, but I understand why people feel the way that they feel because, you know, the the benefit of a doubt at this point for AB, he kind of, I guess you could say, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He kind of went ahead and exhausted that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he facts. He did. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, people are still human, though, bro. Like, I feel like if Gronkowski would have would have kind of did some of the same things like that, they nobody would have had a problem with it. Or no, even he, he got a he, he got a he got a acceptable track record. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you know, Aaron Rodgers leaves halftime sometimes unless the backup quarterback, you know, take knees and stuff like that. Nobody bats an eye at that. But you know, I. I let things be the way that they are, you know what I'm saying? And uh, before you go to spaces, I just want to say, did y'all see Kyrie yesterday? I, I tried to tell y'all, y'all need to leave my son alone, nine, man. 9 to 17, you know, it's better yeah, than 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, a little rusty a little bit, but, you know, oh, I'll still cool. put it at 22. Yeah. Hey, you Lance know? Stevenson, shout out to Lance, man. <laughs> Drop 30. Man, he need to be drug tested. He ain't supposed to be doing 40. that. <laughs> say what? Say what? 
I said he dropped 20 in the first quarter. Yeah, that's what I said. He need to be drug tested. He ain't supposed to be doing that. He ain't playing how long? Oh, uh, Shake, man. Shake, you got to get on Twitter, man, if you're not. Because you say he's a block captain. is my battle rap champion. He is because how he went into that Sue Surf space after Sue Surf went off on Cassidy and Easy went off on them. Classic. All right, so I'm he sorry. Went nuts uh, on them. Did you did you not see that? Because mine was in there. Mine heard Easy go crazy on Sue and Bill collecting them respectfully, guys. Because nah, he said respectfully, y'all my bros, but I don't give a f. If F you, F Bill, F anybody that think I was like, oh my God. Nah, nah, I feel that. But um, I mean, you know, you beat the game, you know, you're not you're not just gonna get champ in a year, bro. Like Gucci has that. I don't oh, care yeah. what nobody says. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't disagree with that. But you uh, don't yeah, in those spaces, they need to they need to go ahead and take a nap and then yeah. uh just just release all the information in the teams because you got people making so many spaces with Midnight Madness just trying to get views and I don't believe I don't believe it. Like um I don't even think it's gonna happen for real until it happened because battle rap is live. Well just dropped the video discussing. I'm gonna check him out, see what he says. Shout out to Mr. Uh listen to me. But mm. uh, yeah, battle rap is live though. So I just hey, yo, I ain't gonna lie, man. Yesterday was funny, man. When I came from that run, as soon as I popped, I said, Oh, Cassidy and the joy, okay. And then Sir came in there and cussed him the hell out. Oh, yeah, Cassidy, Cassidy, you're like, but you ass right now. How you, yeah, how you call somebody great and ass at the same time? That's how that works. He bipolar, bro. (laughs) He bipolar. Yeah, nah. Some of y'all need to chill on surf, though. Some of y'all comments be egregious. I I don't see comments where they talk about, uh, uh, if Smack and Beasley decide they want to leave Battle Rap, they should lead a company for Sue Surf. And I'm like, what? Hey, see, that's how we're gonna stop the show right there. <laughs> right there. We're gonna stop the show with that right there. We can just keep going. So I'm gonna wrap this up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit this, and then I may jump on spaces and see what's up. And then, yeah, shoot me up on spaces, there. bro. All right, I got you. All right, G. Peace. All right, man, it's my guy, Darren. Shout out to my dog, Shake and Bake, on YouTube right now. Shake, man, if you got a Twitter, man, hit me up, bro. Let me know your Twitter handle because the space is... Because I know you like that type of talking. Them battle rappers be having them spaces. Woo! It's pure entertainment. You don't even need cable. They own that all day. But uh, I'm going to holler at y'all, man. Peace. Hello? Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.